We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Yahoo Tournament Builder Show. I'm your host, Ted Chop. We're going to be joined by uh, Kirk Dees here in a minute, and uh, we're going to build you a lineup on Yahoo at the end of this thing. First thing we're going to do is go game by game and uh, talk about every important person you need to know for this slate. It's a Monday night. It's a nice, easy little slate here. I, I think we only got about five or six games, so uh, we're going to make quick work of it. It's going to be fun. Hopefully, win a little bit of money, but first... Before I even get into that, no, I got to give some shout outs here. I got to do some plugging away here because uh, that's that's how we pay the bills on this kind of a show. So first off, guys, you got to like and subscribe to uh, the video you're watching right now. You know, wherever that, whatever format is, like and subscribe. That helps pay the bills around here. So also don't forget about NFL Premium Discord. We are going to uh, be heavily involved in that this year. NFL is quickly approaching. In fact, the preseason is now, if you want the really good preseason info from Chris Jamino, got to be in Discord, man. Uh, college football, the package is going to drop pretty soon, and that's going to be very much centered around the Discord also. So be aware of that. So Discord's going to take a, take a lot. And now Devo's going to drop our a link in chat for our best balls because we're doing a Yahoo show, and Yahoo best ball is live. So you got to join the league out there today. It's good stuff. That's the fun stuff right there for season long. It's best ball. Everybody does best. I don't even know if they even do regular season long stuff anymore. It's just all best ball. So it's fun stuff. Get on it. And now the favorite part of the show is the RG badge promo. You guys know what that is. It's a badge promo where you go into there, into your settings. You change out your avatar to an RG badge. All right. And now if we choose you, you're, you're randomly eligible to get your shot out here on the show, which we're going to do in a minute. But even better than that, if you finish top 10 in a big tournament and you give us that screenshot, you're going to get a free month of pro premium uh, RG stuff. So, man, that's, that's definitely an awesome thing just for switching out guitar. So let me give some shout outs real quick before we get into this slate. I got a few of them for you today. Uh, Debooch1988, Debooch1988, shout out to you, Switch your avatar. Live for it 20, live for it 20. Props to you. You get a shout-out, man. Northman Progeny. Okay, interesting. Northman Progeny, you get your shout-out. JMC Fall, shout-out to you. OG Baller 44. OG Baller 44, that's a good one. Uh, BG Bigelow. I'm, I'm going to say it's Bigelow 17. Bigelow 17, good for you. And uh, those are the shout-outs for today. That takes care of all the heavy lifting. Now I got to bring in my guy here. Kirk, are we set up? Are we ready to go or what, man? Uh, we're going to do our best. I got I got uh, screen share duties today. Um, so uh, I'll try, you know, it's throwing me off my game here, how I normally uh, prepare. But uh, I'm going to pick it up for you, and I'm going to come through. Life is all about how we face adversity, and I threw you some adversity today by forcing the screen share on you. So we're going to see how you – you prosper through it. I'm sure you're going. I'm sure you're going to be all right. But uh, it's a nice little slate. I'm sure you've got a chance. You've had a chance to, you know, kind of take a gander at it and see what's going on. What do you think about this little slate? Oh, it sucks. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I said nice little slate, but I meant to catch myself. This is one. This is one of the uglier pitching slates. If you have to do two pitchers, this is really weird. So, yeah, this is, we're gonna. I guess we're gonna try to make some money here, but it's, it's not gonna be easy, right? This slate is garbage. Um, but we do have a lot of hitting, so that should be fun. So this is going to be one of those sites we're just going to be keying in our bats, and we're going to have to wait for Kevin Roth because, oh yeah, because of the weather for Granky or not. Um, you know, he said it might, he might, 
they might skate by, you know, and they might be able to fit this game in. And uh, if that's the case, then uh, Granky's the clear pitcher to use. But uh, so we're that's all gonna all gonna be on Roth's shoulders. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, just a, just a heads up into my strategy tonight. I, I'm locking Grinky in, and uh, if it rains out, then so be it. I'll just – I'll forfeit my all my expenditures here, and that'll be that. But I, I got to take a shot on it and hope it plays out and, and maybe you get the best guy in the field, slightly lower on. But if you're ready, man, we can get into breaking it down game by game. Are you, are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's rock and roll then. This first game on the board is Baltimore and the New York Yankees. Second game of a doubleheader. I uh, don't believe we have the second game lineups out yet. So uh, we're going to wait on that. But the game itself looks like it's Ty Block, who's uh, freshly appointed starting pitcher duty against the Yankees tonight. I guess Chad Green. I guess I'm, I guess I'm seeing that right, Chad Green here. So uh, we got uh, Block against Green. Yankees, heavy favorites at home. I guess the guy who's, you know, coming back into the league here after a little bit of an absence. Hasn't been particularly effective his entire career. So uh, I'm, I'm assuming neither one of these guys uh, strike your fancy as far as starting pitching tonight. Correct. Um, uh, on some different sites, you know, maybe uh, Cortez, Nestor uh, Cortez is going to supposedly be pitching for the Yankees, but there's just no point playing him on uh, Yahoo, especially he hasn't gone very long in a while. So, um, yeah, so basically this big picture overview of the slate, it's like Granky and Lucchese are the two pitchers up top, and that's going to be the pairing to use and then just pick the bats, and the best bats wins. That's how the slate's going to play out. I guess in the big, the large GPP, you could certainly fade Granky or uh, Lucchese or even, you know, play bats against them, whatnot. But uh, for the basic, you know, for all the, the cash games and whatnot, that's going to be the, the, the pitcher pairing. And uh, then we're going to, you know, this is one of the good spots for bats. Now, the interesting thing here is that it's a doubleheader. This is the second game, so we don't have the lineups yet. So we're playing a guessing game on what they're going to go with. You know, it looked, you know, Gary Sanchez played the first game. He's extremely cheap on Yahoo. Will he play the second game? Maybe not. Maybe he'll end up DHing. Um, you know, that, that, that's a possibility. So um, we'll see how uh, the lineups roll out because, you know, if he's DHing for nine bucks, then he's the auto catcher play. But if he's not in, then, uh, we go down to uh, cores for uh, probably a cheap $7 bet. Um, but uh, Aaron Judge is going to have – people are going to have a lot of opinions on him, whether you should use him or not. Um, I think he's a pretty flawed hitter in general. But, you know, this is also Ty Block, a low strikeout guy, a lefty. He's got the platoon. So uh, if there's ever a get-right spot, um, it's probably against these Orioles and at home here today. So I don't mind paying him for 18. I know people are going to say he's been cold as ice, so get off of him. But uh, I'm just fine using him. Um, Urshela has, continues to just hit home runs off of uh, the uh, Orioles here. He's got one already this afternoon if he makes the lineup again. Didi will have the lefty-lefty. But, you know, there's gonna there's awful arms waiting behind – Blotch, block, whatever the hell his name is anyway. Um, and uh, who knows how long he's going to go. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, basically Yankees are in a good spot. If you really need a value, you know, bat on the on Baltimore, I'm trying to see if anyone fits the mold here. I, I don't see anyone I really want to use. Maybe a chance Cisco, a catcher, if he catches. The thong song, man. You can fire him up as a catcher. Here, I got a question for you. You right. said Aaron. Aaron Cortez will be a lefty. Um, you, said, 
Well, yeah, you said Aaron Judge is a flawed hitter. Can you, what do, do you mean? What do you, talk to me about that? What do you mean? I mean, he's he's he, he people have figured out how to pitch to this guy, and he's just <laughs> he's just an auto K for the most part. But um, it's it's all or nothing with him, right? And, you know, he will will draw some walks. He's trying to get patient, but you know, he's certainly had his gone through this stretch of struggles. I mean, everybody does in baseball, so he's not fully flawed. But I think in general, Aaron Judge is an overrated hitter. But he's got massive power that you cannot deny. You cannot deny it. You know, when when he's healthy and Stanton's healthy and uh, the rest of his lineup is healthy, they got some powerful bats. But boy, they can strike out. They can. They might. They might set some records on striking out too. So that's interesting. But uh, yeah, I think I, I think I agree with that. We're just gonna have to wait to see what that Yankees lineup looks like in a second game with a doubleheader. You just never know how that's gonna play out. So I think that's gonna dictate a lot. But it's weird. They just throw guys in there these days and they still smash. So I don't know how long it's going to last. Some of these guys are probably playing above their head, but we'll see what that lineup looks like. Can't do much with it, not knowing who's going to be in there. And we really can't assume too much because it is the second game of a doubleheader. They may want to rest some guys. So uh, we'll just move on down to the next game here we got. And then we also get that, you know, ridiculous Yahoo pricing where they just – forget to tweak anybody because they just go off of recent performance. So Mike Trout Kalkman is uh, 20, $27, oh, yeah. 27 bucks. And um, one guy I will not be using anymore. And he'll probably dong if he plays this game is Mike Ford. That guy is the worst hitter. He's actually like the double backup first baseman, but man, that guy is so brutal to, if you ever watch, you want to see a bad hitter, watch that guy. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay, sorry, on to the next one. No, next game, that's fine. We got plenty of time here and not that many games to cover. Usually we're covering, like, 15 games and we're trying to burn through it. But today, we can take our time, man. We ain't got no problem. So, uh, next game on the board on the lineups page is Cincinnati at Washington. Ten and a half for a total here. Eric Fetty, Anthony DiScalfino for Cincinnati going at it. We got about just about even on it. Minus 112 for DiScalfino. So we'll go with that guy. Uh, yeah, you've already said well, you you made it clear what your pitching looks like, so I'm not even going to really bother you too much about the pitching, but the hitting well, here. Well, you, talk to me then. You go. You like some Scalfino. Yeah, potentially. Um, you know, it's uh, if we lose Granky, things are going to get interesting. We got to make a choice on whether we want to go Eduardo Rodriguez, who is the better pitcher, um, but certainly has his own you know concerns and uh, has been wild recently. Plus, he's getting an extreme hitters on. And the Cleveland lineup has been hitting better. He gets a little bit of an upgrade because Puig is out of the lineup. But, uh, you know, Fran Milray's is batting fourth, who's just not looked right at the plate ever since he came to Cleveland. So, you know, he gets an up upgrade there. But it's still a shaky situation. So um, the fact that Juan Soto is not in this lineup, you know, everyone knows that Di Scafani um, – is really bad against uh, left-handed hitters, but you know, there's really not, there's Matt Adams. And then there's three guys that really don't concern me whatsoever. I don't care about Adam Eaton. I don't care about as Cabrera. I don't care about Gerardo Parra. Um, those are not three intimidating left-handed bats here. So, you know, Matt Adams strikes out a bunch too. So, you know, it, this could end up being a pretty good start for Di Scalfani and he's going to, he's going to make the list here. If uh, we lose Granky for me, probably. Yeah, we're going to have to really get into Kevin Roth's mentions here and make sure we, we figure out what's going on with Grinky because a lot of these guys will be on board. But on the surface, if we didn't have to worry about pitching tonight, 
this would be a game where we would target some hitting. So talk to me about that Cincy side against Fetty, who's just really not that good. They're, these guys are playing really good lately. So what can we do with Cincinnati? First thing we're going to do here is we're going we're gonna to fire up the premium MLB Weather Edge tool here. Oh, yeah, I love it. Take people through that uh, Kevin Roth's work with uh, another buddy of mine who helped him out on this in a different uh, company called Weatherbell. Uh, Michael, I know, uh, who owns the company, is, uh, is a good guy. So, um, anyways. Uh, you name dropping. Yeah, I know. Uh, just giving him a shout out in case the small chance he's watching. Um, anyway, uh, 10% uh, increase in home runs, you know, 87 degree temp. Mm-hmm. What's my favorite thing to look at, Chop? Dew point. Dew point. 67 dew point. That's that's high. That's, <laughs> yeah, it is. Or is it low? I don't know the difference. It's high. It's high, okay. which is a good thing. Um, so, you know, Weather Edge likes it. I My own uh, um, patent pending uh, knockoff Weather Edge system that I'm currently, you know, making behind the scenes here, it likes this game a little bit more than uh, Roth does from a weather standpoint. So I think the ball is going to be flying here. Um, and so I do have some interest. So the problem is, is the pricing. So let's, we're going to look here first. We're going to go through uh, Fetty. He's terrible. All right. It's the guy I always want to pick on. Yeah. He's a ground ball guy, but he just doesn't get strikeouts in a game, in a, in a, in a park where the ball should be flying a low strikeout team with a, like a, a team that's starting to hit the ball better in the reds. Um, you know, they got another good pickup today with Galvis. Um, but they got some new young guys that are really, you know, stepping up. I mean, we've got the all-time greatest hitter, Aristides, you know. Um, he's, he's awesome. He's yes. awesome. Look at, look at the 750 ISO, 625 Woba. He's the greatest hitter ever, right? He's great. Yeah. Uh, but, no, he's great. He's a real power threat. Obviously, it's not going to continue, but this is a great matchup for him. Um, a low strikeout guy against a, a power hitter. So um, he's problem is he's $27. He's gotten the, the Yahoo pricing effect. So that's interesting for GPPs. Um, Josh Van Meter is the play that kind of stands out for salary. Uh, he's 11 bucks. Um, he's a, another young guy that's got some pop. Um, he will steal bags. He uh, you'll see, he's got a high stolen base rating here, which is nice. So, you know, if he just, even if he gets on or if he hits into a fielder's choice and he gets on first, there's a good chance that he'll run in this game, um, which you always like. He does have pop. Um, he's 11 bucks. So he's a good play. The only thing is there's opportunity cost with Coors Field, right? So you're gonna have to make a decision there. But uh, Winker is probably cheap. Let me double check that. Um, yep, he's 12 bucks. 12 bucks. He's cheap. Um, so, uh, you know, and a couple of these guys have pinch hit risk. You don't know which one, if it'll be Winker or Van Meter, um, because they will go to, uh, Irvin, um, if they, uh, if a lefty comes in, um, which can be annoying, but whatever, it's not that huge of a deal. So I like, uh, some of these Reds guys and, um, I'm fine playing Trey Turner. I think he's a good GPP play. Um, even though he's not a lefty. Here, I just you just like you know he's always willing to run. You just like that that with him. He's he's always hit right-handed pitching better than left-handed pitching, and so uh, leading off there, he's not going to get any love tonight because it's going to be Trevor Story or Didi most likely, or people are going to go down. So uh, he's going to get lost in the shuffle, and you know he always has monster upside. So I really like him as a play. Matt Adams is going to be a kind of um, pretty popular first base play. Um, he's got the home run upside um 
I guess you could make a case for as Drupal. Uh, I'm not playing them though. Well, that's that leads me to my next question. When 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 the hell did Asdrubal Carrera end up on Washington? Last I looked, he was on Texas. Yeah, he got uh, uh, DFA'd. And, oh, yeah. okay. Interesting. Well, uh, I guess Texas ain't going anywhere. Got might as well dump them. So, uh, yeah, that's. I think there's a lot of offense. So you hit it on the head. The lefties against uh, East Calfino. Maybe that's your. Maybe that's your ticket to paradise here tonight. There's a lot of good lefties in this Washington lineup. I think that's where we can attack with some of those good ones. So. I'm with you on that. Lots of good prices over there on the other side, too. That 12 bucks for Votto, 12 bucks a week are not bad stuff. So I think you can look at this game. You know, Roth has it as a decent weather uptick for hitting, and you have it as an even bigger uptick with your yeah. two-point system. So Yes, yes. Pad-pending two-point system. Pad, we're rolling with it. So good offensive game right there. Next game on the board. All right. This is we're going to get into. I want to talk about pitching for just a second. I doubt we're going to use Hirado for Texas. It's Hirado against a uh, combo package here. Probably going to start with Ramirez and in with Brock Stewart, or at least middle it with Brock Stewart. Toronto and Texas, 10 and a half total. Uh, so last time we were on a show was a Brock Stewart start. You said playing, and for that price tag, he actually paid off, did, did fairly, fairly well, you know, especially considering that aces just really, most of them just aren't getting it done these days. You know what? I got a problem here. I got. I see somebody rolling in chat here. Uh oh. You know, coming at the chop on chop show. First, we know he's fishing for information, probably, right? You know who I'm talking about, right? Oh, hold on! I didn't even see this character. Yeah. So someone asked how your MMA did last weekend, and that dude's no. Then this guy has to chime in. That dude's knows a good metaphor for how chops M MMA lineups went. You know, like, come on, let's let's be bigger people. You think Chop is happy that his lineups? lineups didn't do so hot on saturday night no he's that's, trying to over he's trying to move on he's trying to think about baseball that's just rude man yeah. that's just rude uh, you it's know true. like can i ban him can i get like banned for like moderator I, I, don't, I don't have i don't have that access but i wish i could because that's just rude first yeah, he, off he, he can ban us actually first of all my boy mike perry with the messed up no he actually won that fight and they they, they gave it to the other guy so that's that was the first misstep in my lineups. that's wrong man you know for 7200 mike perry should have won that fight so yeah that kind of messed up my lineups whenever uh another chalk player right at the same uh right at the same range goes off for like 95 it's it's not gonna happen but dean that's rude of you we're trying to do a show here and you're all up in my grits man and and that's fast. We're going, we're, we're moving on to this next week. So keep on sitting there and trying to steal info from this show. Brock Stewart, man, you called him out last time. It was a good pick. We're on this weird slate. How much are you talking? I, I have no recollection of ever doing such a thing, but you know. You don't remember that? I, Brock, I swear to you, it was just announced that day that Brock Stewart was going to be the long reliever. Yeah. And you were like, man, for that price tag, we can go for it. And it paid off, man. It was good stuff. So, but tonight we got a couple of those guys. We've got Stewart and we got another guy later on. We'll talk about how much are you going to target these long relievers here tonight on this terrible slate of pitching? Just not doing it on Yahoo. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. well, because it's only 20, because you got that floor of 25 bucks and you can't go. But let's say, just for the sake of argument, four grand on DraftKings and super cheap on FanDuel. Stewart or uh, who's the other guy that's going to be? Is he, are any of those two guys interest you? Yeah, they're in play on DK just because they're so cheap and you can get the bats and you just want to try to get five to ten points out of them. But, you know, on Yahoo, I want more, right? So I'd much rather pay up and, you know, hope that Discofani throws a good game, hope that Eduardo Rodriguez throws a good game, you know, 
take take one of these guys where I just know that at least they they've got the leash if if things are going right. So to get some upside. But um, the other the cheap guy that I would use on Yahoo would be Mitch Keller. Um, this is a, a talented young prospect um, that you know got shelled in his first game, and he's tiny, tiny guy. Uh, kind of you know reminds me of Ricky Five Inches. You know. Um, oh no, but, Ricky. Uh, Ricky, how you doing? Shout out to Ricky, wherever you are. Um, Mitch, Mitch Keller. So the problem is it's the Angels, not a high strikeout match, but this kid has strikeout stuff for sure. He's the, um, he's their third ranked prospect in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh trashes. He's going to turn into a loser because he's pitching on Pittsburgh. He's going to be awful. So you want to catch this guy early before they, they just ruin him. Right. And this might be the start tonight. So for $26, you know, I, I like the fact that he'll go like has the chance to go longer. I like the fact that he has strikeout stuff. He's got a really good slider. He's got a decent fastball. He's got a curveball. Like you like I look at pitch mix for people like you can get by if you if you can throw some heat and you can get you have a really good slider. You can strike a lot of batters out. It just it's going to happen in, in the majors. So um that's why I like I'll, I turn to this kid against this Angels lineup that people made too much of are the fact they don't strike out a ton, but like it's a completely different lineup now and they're they're trash except for Trout obviously and Otani. But okay, so that well, would be, that would be the guy I would use for cheap. Okay, so yeah, I think you make a good point. Everybody, you're going to look in the rankings or the C CBRs and all that other, and you're going to see a lot of Brock Stewart and Pruitt out there because of the price tag and because Slate. Kerr just laid it out for you. Those guys, you don't play them on Yahoo. It's not worth it. There's not a low enough salary floor there like there is on drafting. Don't play them. So with that being said, we're, we are Texas at Toronto. Good hitting, good hitting environment. What are we doing about offense in this game? So um, let's pull up plate IQ here. So um, Harado's bad. Uh, very low strikeout guy. Um, you know, you know he can he can eat innings if uh, Babbitt goes his way, um, but you know, you got to like some of these Toronto guys. So, and some of their prices are nice too. So let's just look at the plate IQ. So you see that righties are the, the better bet here against them, 214 ISO, but, um, you know, 20% Ks to righties, but low, low, real, real low strikeouts to the lefties. So I'm fine using any of them, um, to be honest with you. So then that's just going to look at pricing. Um, Biggio is going to be a pretty popular, um, for good reason. You know, he's got the platoon. Um, he's got decent upside, you know, it's a low strikeout pitcher. So he's going to be pretty somewhat chalky for $14 at second base. We can't play uh, Bichette because he's 27 bucks, I believe. Let me just uh, double check that. Um, yeah, he's 27 bucks. Like this pricing is just ridiculous. Um, so uh, I can't use him, but if you want to like fire off a GPP lineup with him, sure. I guess, you know, crazier things have happened for sure. It's going to be come down to, who double or triple dongs tonight, right? Like that's what the slate's going to come down to. But um, Vlad Guerrero is certainly playable for 18 bucks. Uh, the guy I really like is Smoke for 11. Now, you know, he hasn't had the greatest season, but he's also been pretty unlucky. Uh, another big problem is, is that he hits into the shift so often, but he's a guy that's all of his batted ball profile data looked pretty good for a strong second half. So this is a guy with monster home run upside, could double dong. You always like him against a low strikeout pitcher. So he's 11 bucks and he just makes things work. So he's probably, he's batting cleanup. So that's, he's a, he's a really nice player at first base. 
any interest in Derek Fisher, even though there's pro he's probably going to be a little shell-shocked after being chased around by Matt Barnes over that whole ex-wife thing. Any interest in Derek Fisher? <laughs> Correct. You know, Matt Barnes really, really got to him last <laughs> NBA season. And, uh, you know, it's kind of shade. I mean, the fact that this guy can coach the Lakers, you know, at one point and, and – be on the Toronto Blue Jays and a hit. I mean, this is how come no one's talking about this? <laughs> Dual sport athlete, man. You gotta go for I it. I mean, this is like Bo Jackson. Bo. Bo was a good one. Bo was a good one. So yeah, good hitting in this game. I'm with you though. Justin Smoke, 11 bucks on Yahoo. That's awesome. Vlad Guerrero, if you're just kind of watching the games, you'll see uh I don't know what the numbers are specifically over the last couple of weeks, but he's really like he's hitting the ball well. Maybe they're just not finding the hole. Like he had a real nice at bat against Chapman to end the game yesterday, where he fouled off like eight pitches or something. It's good stuff. They end up grounding out, but you know, it's just it's food for thought there. He's starting to hit the ball better. So I can get behind that. Let's get to the next game on the board. Red Sox, your Red Sox against the Cleveland Indians. Zach Plesac against Eduardo Rodriguez. Two decent pitchers here, but a 10 and a half total on this one with Rodriguez being a slight favorite. So You've talking. You've talked about uh, some pitchers so far, and made a real good case for a couple of these guys. But uh, Rodriguez and Please are actually two of the more talented pitchers on this entire slate. So, what's your interest level in these guys? Yeah, um, I so Eduardo Rodriguez is is the guy from a raw projection point is the that would be number three. So um, he. He's in play if we lose Granky. He's in play anyway, but if we lose Granky, he's in play. You know, this Cleveland lineup on the season has not been so great against uh, left-handed pitching. Um, they don't strike out a ton, and, but he, you know, he will get some Ks. The problem I really don't like here, let me just look up one thing here. Um, the problem, the thing I don't like is the fact that he's been walking people and he has an extreme hitters on um, I, I, he's one of the guys that I always look at umpire with just because I'm a Red Sox fan. And, uh, it just, he can really you know, his pitch counts can go shoot up there in a, in a heartbeat. Um, so the, uh, the Indians, they don't strike out much 20, 20%, well, almost 21%, but they have a 90 WRC plus against lefties on the season. Um, they did, you know, their, their lineup got a little better, but then it got a little worse today because Puig is now suspended. He's going to honor his suspension for that fight. Um, so they lose Puig. So it's Fran Mill's been horrible. Yeah, <laughs> and so I wouldn't, so if, if we lose Granky, he'll probably be, it'll, I'll probably just go with an Eduardo Rod, roll the dice with Erod and, uh, a pairing with, uh, Lucchese. All right. Fran Mill has been horrible, but my gosh. Against the left-hander, which is his good side, uh, seven bucks and getting bumped up to the cleanup spot, man. Come on, tell me, is it? Tell me, it's okay to play him today? I mean, it's okay. It's uh, it's always okay to play a min-price seven-dollar guy, especially if he's batting cleanup, especially if he has power, right? Like if John Jay was seven bucks, I <laughs> I I'd contemplate it, but like he doesn't have any power, so you've got a home. So like that's all you want from a punt is a home run, right? And he certainly, you know, Eduardo Rodriguez certainly can give up the long ball. So uh, Fran Mill's a good play, but it's also a boost for, you know, the strikeouts for uh, Erod. All so right. I think it's fine either way. 
Okay, so two decent pitchers on this slate of games, like we said. These, these actually some talented guys compared to what else is out there. What about the rest of these offenses? Uh, is it enough to throw you off the off the trail here? The pitching good enough to throw you off the trail of the hitters? Yeah, but that makes things interesting for GPPs because, um, you know, Plesak isn't – he's not that great. He's got a little bit of case case stuff, um, you know, but Boston has been in a struggle and certainly can, can struggle from time to time, but it's still an intimidating lineup. So it's, you know, it's for the, the large field GBPs, you got to take some stands and fade some of this ownership. Um, so these, these stacks are definitely in play, but like for your cash game, um, I wouldn't play any of these guys, to be honest with you. Let me just double check pricing here. Um, yeah, I, I'd just rather go to cores. There's there's literally not a single Red Sox bat that I would I would play in cash game tonight. Yeah. So speaking of cores, I got a question for you from chat. They want to know uh we've already covered the Yankees, but we haven't covered Colorado yet. But uh Gregorius or Trevor Story today, which one based on salary and all that, which one would you more likely to play? I mean, I want story if I can fit him. You know, I want okay. I want double dong and steel upside. And that's what you get with story. Now he's a more expensive, um, but you know, Didi will, it's the lefty lefty matchup for Didi. Um, so, yeah. and we don't even know if he's a hundred percent going to be in the lineup, but yeah, will. true. Very true, man. Very true. Okay. We, we just can't do nothing with it. You know what else we can't do yeah. much with? Talk to me. It's hard to really build out this slate with, uh, with the cloud of no pun intended, that cloud hanging over that Houston Chicago game. Like, we just don't know what it's going to be. That's your number one pitcher. This guy could be maybe a top three or four pitcher on a 15-game slate, much less a slate like this where it's small and there's no – and there's no like, he's the clear-cut guy, Grinky, you want to get to. That's our next game on the board. And we just don't know about the weather. So it's going to be hard to piece these things together till we get confirmed data from Kevin Roth or from my man Kirk Deese and his dew point. Uh, I keep that. I, that's, that's only for – we're going through beta – right now beta testing so beta testing. i've got my own little you guys send me a link i i, I could give you some feedback yeah but I, I mean so it's gonna be tough to figure out what to do we don't know what to do with grinky but talk to me about your plans as they currently sit as far as this weather in this game i mean i'm gonna use granky if they uh if weather allows us to if not then uh i don't know what you know if if it if it looks like if he's like starting pitchers aren't safe but bats are safe then that's where stuff gets interesting because then we might get a short leash for each of these pitchers and we know how bad I mean Cease is a good young prospect still has some issues so far um and this is just a tough ask for him but like I would shoot up that uh that Houston stack if we get that word where it's like pitchers aren't safe bats are safe um because you're going to break into that uh that bullpen you know, maybe even sooner than we can expect. And there's just a lot of upside there. So, um, but, you know, I don't, I don't know what we can do at this point. So Grank, I'm just going to assume that we, he says Granky's going to go. So I'm basically, I'm, I'm, I'm building lineups right now with Granky. And I'm also having a pivot to Erod is the way I'm, I'm doing it. There you go. Good pivot on, on Yahoo. You really, is not that big of a deal. Only a $7 difference. So, you know, yeah, you could do that. But uh, so Grinky's good enough to where I don't think we want to touch the Chicago White Sox lineup tonight, especially not with these other stud lineups out there. But Houston is one of those stud lineups. They're going against Cease. You say he's a good prospect. They've got a huge team total here, though. What do we think about this Houston lineup? Even like if, if we had no weather restrictions and we knew he was going to get his 
allotment of innings. How, how would we rate this? Houston I mean, the line? problem is pricing. And so they got, they get the, yeah, the, the yeah. recent performance upgrade because they just played the Orioles. And so it's uh, I'll to everyone's 27 bucks, even uh you league early L. So, I mean, man, it just makes, yeah. it just makes it harder to play, you know, like, I mean, it makes it easier to play, but like, it's just not enough variations we can do here on Yahoo on tonight's slate. So, I mean, if you, I mean, maybe some, somebody will get lucky and uh, Gurriel double dong for 27 bucks and you could win a GPP, but I'll, I'll, I'll fade that. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I, I think uh, we can be a little bit different. Maybe get some of these guys at the bottom of the order. Maybe Torino's as your catcher. Reddick's been terrible this year. Yeah, he's cheap. Uh, yeah. Trino, yeah, and like like Bregman, at least he's earned a twenty five dollars salary, right? And Correa, Correa hit a dong. I think it was yesterday. Maybe he's heating up, coming back from the injury. Twenty two is not great, but it's not bad. Michael Brantley's twenty two. That's five bucks cheaper than most of the other guys in this lineup. Maybe that's the guy who slips in there. So maybe there's some some variations you can do on the Houston lineup, but it's going to be tough. These salaries are tough. I'm with you. So, uh, but let's just say we didn't have to worry about dollars. Where would they rank on the stack list for you tonight? Behind are they behind both the course field guys? Behind both the course field for me, um, probably behind the Yankees. Yeah, behind the Yankees. Okay, fair right, enough. Right behind them. Though. All right, let's get. Uh, we're moving on the down the road here. Then now we get to the big uh, offensive uh, slaughter on this small slate. This is going to be interesting. Arizona at Colorado. Nothing like a two-touchdown total here in Major League Baseball. 14, Merrill, Car- Mer- Merrill Carroll. Merrill Carroll and Peter Lambert squaring off here. So, oh, man, dead even here. Seven each way. Seven team total on each side. I mean, hey, all offense, right? All offense, for sure. Um, man, I like – I wish there was like a usable pitcher, like a, like a John Gray in this game or something like that, because this would be like a night to roll somebody out. But what I, is your dew point telling you? I mean, the wind, the wind is blowing in. Oh. Um, and it's just, it's a small, weird slate that, you know, something like that could, could really pay off tonight. Right. Um, but unfortunately I'm just, I've got no interest in either of these guys. Um, I think, uh, I mean, Merrill Kelly can like luck box into games just because, but he doesn't have strikeout stuff. His stuff is going to be way less effective in cores. He does get uh, ground balls to righties, which is, you know, story to Arenado, but you know, that, that um, actually I looked for the wrong thing. Uh, he does get ground. Let me just double check that. I, double check it, man. You double check your stats there. Yeah, yeah, he does. He does get a good amount of ground ball. So I was right there. Um, but anyway, I, I still side with uh, Arenado and Story. And Blackman is cheap. He's twenty bucks, so he's like one of the top plays in the slate. Depending um, on what lineups, how lineups shake out, you know, I'm also would be a, fine fading him. You know, like even using like a cheap, cheap guy like Ian Desmond, which sounds weird, but like for like eleven bucks. Um, down at the bottom of the order, a little bit for differentiation. But, like, every one of these bats are in play on both teams. It's unfortunate that uh, Peralta didn't make the lineup because he was $16. Oh. He looked like an auto play, but uh, not in there. Yeah, I just saw that. going to have to adjust some things. But, uh, you know, who is in there? There's, there's, there's lots of guys in there. There's lots of guys on Colorado. 
that don't have the price bump, like you said, the Yahoo price bump. They're actually a lot cheaper than what you would think for being at home like this. So uh, Yahoo, they sh this is going to be a very chalky game based on the salaries here, at least especially on the Colorado side. So uh, you're, you're looking up and down the Colorado lineup. You're looking at some high ownerships. What, what else like what else do you like on it besides uh, story and Arenado can you get behind uh, a $17 Daniel Murphy yeah for sure if you can fit them um, you know it's just depend that's gonna come down to Granky right we're gonna have better opportunity to fit him if uh, we can't use Granky because of weather but um yeah he's he's in play but like if if I need to use the the Granky Lucchese type then uh, I'm fine going with like smoke like I said for six bucks cheaper but uh, he certainly has more upside, I would say, probably in this situation. So yeah, I like that. Um, De like I said, Desmond is cheap at eleven bucks. He's batting seventh. Um, the catcher Walters seven bucks. You know, cheap punt catcher. Um, I mean, I wish like Carson Kelly wasn't twenty because I'd like to use him. The dude's batted ball profile is great. Um, he's batting eighth. But uh, Jake Lamb. First base for $14. That's interesting. Um, I mean, all these guys, you just, it's like make your lineups and try to fit in as many of these guys as you can. Yeah. Got a guy like, Certainly. a guy like Jared Dyson, 14 bucks, speed in Colorado. It's a good thing. Singles, a single in another ballpark turns into a double here with a little bit of speed. Dyson's got it. So, yeah, I don't mind, man. I don't mind attacking some of these cheaper guys. Dyson, 14, like you said, Lamb, 14. You know, on, on that Colorado side. Because Adam Adam Jones didn't make it either. He was 11. So, like, Adam Jones was 11 and Peralta was 16. Those are going to be, like, two awesome plays tonight. What's not. this guy doing to us? Not, this is Colorado. Don't you know we got DFS lineups? We want Adam Jones in there. We want Peralta in there, man. We don't We don't want uh, Josh Rojas. Come it on. Been, it would have been nice if they threw uh, Wilmer in there, too. Flores. For oh, yeah, nice. But, hey, you know what? It's what we got to deal with. So there's a lot of options in that game. That's going to be super chalky on Yahoo. I'm going to have to do a double. We have to we have to think about that when we build the lineup, tournament lineup. Do we want to go with all that chalk? But we'll get to that here in about nah, five or six minutes here. Let's shoot through these other games first. So we're about to knock out this Angels, uh, Angels uh, Pittsburgh game. I got one question for you, real quick, based on this game from Flores Mark. He says, "What are your What are your thoughts on this Angels Calhoun and Upton?" On DK, both pretty cheap. Against um, your, your boy Mitch Keller. I mean, you're anytime you're facing a young kid, there's always upside, right? Like things can go wrong in a heartbeat. So yeah, I don't mind that at all. All right, let's get to the game itself. I mean, pitching, man. There's, you know, we're trying to extract whatever pitching we can on this slate. On this slate, this is some some rough stuff. So. You've already talked about Keller. You've talked him up pretty good. What about the other side, Jose Suarez? Any interest in that guy? Um, mild interest. Like uh, that. It's basically just because Pittsburgh is so bad. Yeah, that's that was that would be the reason why we want to get him in there. They're just terrible. So, um, yeah, I, for thirty bucks, at least we know he. This guy, like, he's he's gone. What I think the max he's thrown is ninety pitches uh 90 91 pitches in a game but you know when we're talking about some of these other guys on the lower end you know we've got unknowns with uh I would prefer like I said to take uh Keller but um you know there's still risk there and uh this guy could certainly work out too against an uh, anemic lineup like Pittsburgh so it's all about like just trying to get outs here you know he's not a not a high high 
guy, although he has 28% so far to uh, left-handed hitters. Let's just see how many lefties we only have. Um, we're not going to have a single lefty. So that ruins that. So, um, yeah, so no, I mean, uh, he's fine. It could work out, but, you know, not exciting whatsoever. Give me your best. Uh, give me your best. Great analysis there for you. Yeah, we're, we're just we're we're just trying to grind through. This is, a, this is a sloppy sloppy slate right here. What do you think about old Josh Bell? Fifteen bucks. Uh, double dong yesterday finally came out of it. Um, yeah, you know, someone, finally over that home run derby slump. His price has got to be still cheap. I think fifteen so. bucks. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a fine play. Fine play, and give me your best. Uh, Based on the salary out let me, there. Uh, let me pull up the weather edge. Let me see what... Uh, oh, I, want, I don't want the weather edge. I want the dew point edge. Yeah, see, that's, I can't show that, though, because it's patent, oh. patent pending. Very true. Um, so, uh, yeah, that looks like normal. The dew point's okay, um, but it's always always high out there with that marine layer. Um, all right, so uh, nothing crazy to, to see there. So uh, we're back. Um, yeah, you can play Bell, Osuna. What's his price? Man, I, like Man I, I don't want to play any of these guys. <laughs> yeah. so let's not play them, then. We'll just, yeah. we'll just hold off on it. Next. Right. Next. But, uh, you can play some uh, Angels, for sure. Trout, obviously, always. It's uh, He's got, not going to – you know, he's going to go overlooked for the course game. So that, True that. That's, True a, that. that's an opportunity right there. Otani's going to go overlooked because of the course game. Another opportunity. Upton's cheap. Um, you know, he's – earned that low price tag, but he's cheap. Uh, Calhoun is a guy that's, uh, will be low owned for sure. And, uh, you know, had a good series in Boston and, uh, starting to swing the bat a little bit, you know, better. Plus you get that shortened porch over in right field. So yeah, you can, Keller could easily blow up. I like Keller. I think he's probably going to have a good start here, but you know, it's, it's, there's nothing set in stone with that. So you can attack. All right, let's attack this Tampa-San Diego game. It's in San Diego. Oh, it's a nice, juicy low eight for, for a total here. On one side, we've got a long reliever that's going to come in and, and do his damage, Austin Pruitt. On the other side, we got a fairly fairly decent starting pitcher, left-hander Joey Lucchese. So uh, this doesn't look like a place we want a whole lot of offense, but talk, talk to me about we – we kind of already talked about Pruitt, the long reliever situation. They're okay on DraftKings. They may even be maybe okay on FanDuel, depending on the price. Yahoo, we probably don't want it because 25 is probably still too much to pay for these guys. But what about Lucchese? 35 bucks, got some talent. Tampa Bay's not a great offense. They're coming to the National League, a big ballpark, with a, with a pitcher now having to hit for them. Can we fire up some Lucchese, man? Yeah, you got to. So he's the SP2 if, we, if Granky's in play. If not, he's the SP1. Oh, okay. You threw me a curveball there. I thought it was going to be your boy Mitch Keller. No, um, I think he's uh, he's more for GPPs. But you could if uh, that's it becomes really interesting if Granky's out. If between Keller and like going with Erod, um, okay, that would be the the decision. But the Rays uh, are fourth in K percentage against uh, left-handed pitching. Lucchese is a pretty good strikeout pitcher. You know, 25% to lefties, 23% to righties, you see here. Um, you know, he's and he's a pretty good pitcher. He has that uh, churve, they call it. But, um, 
definitely has the strikeout upside in this match. They lose the DH, you know, so that's that's good for him, obviously. A little bit little bit of a weaker lineup. And there's strikeouts here, and that's really all that matters. And it's a good ballpark. So yeah, he's the he's the SP two, and it's uh, pretty easy. Now is the curve a chocolate curve? Uh it's it's just uh it's an in-between between the change and a, and a curve. Oh, change, change in the curve. That's the curve. I thought it was a chocolate curve. Where I mean, that chocolate's chocolate chocolate awesome. nice. Hey, I just had some donut holes, man, a minute ago. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling spunky with the, uh, with the switch right now. So the K's is good enough. I don't know about the offense in this for Tampa Bay. Maybe we don't want to go there, but. Let's look at pricing. I mean, he, they're, they're on a slate like this, this, they're the type that could, you know, easily, this could be a good leverage stack. Um, Cheese mentioned in his article today that he's not a big fan of the word leverage and he thinks it gets more people into trouble. I agree. I'm usually not one to like think of it, but like on a slate like tonight, there actually is leverage because there's such extreme chalk on Yahoo. So like this is a this is a spot where you can take advantage of it. The problem is is that like everybody's going to know that because there's only a few games, so um, it might be a little bit more popular than you than you think here. People doing y'all, you know, everyone having the same idea. But um, like Tommy Pham for 15 bucks looks pretty good play. Uh, Jesus Aguilar for nine bucks is a good play. Uh, Brasso um, is a pivot from Biggio. Um, same price. No one's going to play Brasso, but he's got good power. Um, so I could see that working out. So those would be the guys that I would look to first. Um, I just can't, I can't swing 21 bucks for Darno though. Would you, would you play the ultimate leverage play tonight and play Merrill Carroll? Um, That's the ultimate leverage. Just, be, just, um, just because the Rockies are so bad. Yeah, that it could Never work. It, it just it's just can you imagine the guy he skated through starts where he's you know, he sure. just, just happens. So, yeah, that could that could work. Let's start building a Yahoo lineup, man. I, I, we, we've talked about it enough. We're, we're in good shape here. We've, we've gone through. I need I need to start building here for we need to start building. All right. So what uh, what I want to do is just kind of analyze it. I, I don't know if you have even got it up, but I've got it up on my screen. They can't see it, but we can talk through it. <laughs> We can talk through it, right? I'm getting weird things. I'm trying to pull it up. So, in, in fact, I can even send you guys a shot maybe later on in Discord if I if I get to it. But uh, I want to start off with the pitching here. So let's just—I guess we're going to assume Grinky's going to play. He is he just like a clear? If we say if they say you know what, man, Houston's probably got only about a thirty percent postponement chance. What do you say to Grinky? Yeah, I'll roll the dice. Roll the dice. Okay, so our SP2 is going to be the tough one. That could be Lucchese. That could be – you talked about Keller. You talked You talked about uh, – we talked about several guys. Uh, so well, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's do the people a favor. So, like, let's, let's eliminate Cranky. Oh. Let's, let's, let's just – so people have a backup plan. Okay. Right? Anyone, like, like right. kind of, like, look at that way. Are you down with that? Yeah, I'm down with it. I, I'm down. I'm, I'm curious to see what I'm curious. All right, let's build. We'll build two. We'll build two. We'll do. We'll do the. Well, yeah, let's not get ahead of it. You might be pushing. <laughs> You're probably gonna get one in here. I got Cranky in. So then we're just gonna do the chalk. So we're gonna do the chalk. We're gonna throw Lucchese in for the. You want to go Lucchese's your SP two? Okay. Oh man. Yeah, that's gonna be tough to get our Colorado guys in there if we want to do that or our, our our big stacks. But let's just see what we can pull it off. So what if? 
Are, are we trying to stack tonight, or are we going just position by position and try to break down position whatever? position? Okay, um, so you're not even worried about stacks. You just want to try to take. So plate IQ rating has a Catel Marte is the highest play, great play, and they also have Eduardo Escobar. So it likes the Diamondback side a little bit more, which is interesting. But um, let's. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, Let's throw Charlie Blackman in there. Okay. We're going to like the, 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 the chalk lineup. Um, so Blackman, um, let's see what we can do. Let's go. Uh, what do we, what else do we, who else do we want in the outfield? Let's, let's build our outfield first. You know, that is a, a common thing that happens when you build in lineups. You, you usually go to outfield last just based on. Yeah. Where it is. So let's, that's a good idea. Let's go first. All right. Uh, I mean, you mentioned some some interesting plays. Trout, he's too expensive, but, you know, that's a good play considering nobody will play him. The Astros guys are in play. You said Keita Marte, but, man, it's another $25 guy. Uh, we got man, a Yankees lineup. We do have a Yankees, but, man, we did not. It doesn't look like we got – Sanchez. Yeah, we didn't get Big Gary at 9 bucks or whatever, so – we don't, we don't have that to look forward to. We have Judge at 18 if you wanted to take a chance. I thought you, well, we do have a second baseman that we probably have to play, even though there's risk of him getting a core problem. Um, well, Biggio, so the, 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 the question is going to be whether you play Biggio or uh, Glaber Torres. But Glaber's bad in cleanup. 14 bucks. I think that that's probably where you want to go, right? Yeah, I don't even see him in my pool, so. Yeah, he's in. It's fourteen bucks. He's in there. We can uh, we can rock that one. So, all right, let's see here. We're going back to the outfield. Uh, is there anybody else that stands out for you? Uh, Josh Van Meter, Jared Dyson. I mean, there's just a plethora of guys we could play. Maybe we should do some other positions first, and then try. No, to... I think we're good. Um, so I'm gonna just throw Glaber in there if he's. Yeah. Sorry, I'm swearing now. <laughs> Nobody's watching anyway. We're good. All right. I'm going to throw Biggio in. That's a caveat that you should play Glaber. Okay. Fair yeah, enough. They're the same price. They're a, they're a wash. I mean, they're like, you can't, it's tough to predict either one of those. But uh, did, is Didi in there? No, Didi's in there. So now, well, I think we have to play Story. Okay. So that's going to make things interesting. So Story would be the guy that I prioritize because we don't have a kind of a spend down option. So that, Aaron Arenado then becomes, or Escobar is going to be harder to fit. But um, let's see if we can fit him. Let's put Arenado in. So we got Arenado story, Biggio. Um, I'm going to – would you sacrifice Blackman in this spot at all? I, I don't think so. I think that's a pretty good – I don't know, man. Let's, let's – oh, we got you know what we're going to do? We're going to have to go Fran Mill, Franny, Franny boy. Oh, baby. You're, you're talking dirty to me now. I like that double dong home run power. Not, not... So we got Franny. Then we're going to throw Blackman in. Sure. Catcher, we can always go cheap if we have to. And let's see if we get – so catcher, we're just going to plug the, the cheap, cheap cores bat of Walters in for now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There. We're, gonna to, we're gonna go to smoke. Oh, it's coming along now, fellas. We've got a little smoke monster. We got eleven bucks for an outfielder. We got another eleven buck outfield. So we got Van Meter. 
Oh man, Meter the Peter Beater. That's what that was his nickname in high school. That was his nickname. That's good. That's funny you know oh, that. Man. Van oh, Meter the Peter Eater. Peter Beater. <laughs> Beat him while not maybe Eater. It's a big difference there. <laughs> Don't do your boy a disservice. I like the lineup. Like that's a good. We got. I'm recapping here. Greeky looked two. We've got we've got no Arizona. We got no Arizona. Okay, but we're gonna we got three minutes and we're gonna change something up real quick. Let's say we got the word. All right, Kevin Roth online too. Astros are rain out. We got to get Greeky out. All right, we're di- we're ditching Greeky and his fifty three dollar salary. And who's who who are we pit- putting at SP two there? So there's two choices. So we can go. For me, there's two choices. Come on, get out of the way, Peter Eater. Um, pitcher. So we we can go e- Erod. Well, there's three: Erod, Scalfani, or Keller. Yeah, I mean, your Keller is uh, 26 bucks. That's almost minimum. You say he's got some skills. I want to go that because we need it. We're doing this lineup so we can get some Arizona in there. So let's so do the 26. Let's let's get uh. So we got to get Van Meter out of there. Hold on. Let's, uh, oh yeah, we're gonna have a couple. We can get a couple. We want, we want Marte, right? Uh, at the very least, but we can get a couple of these guys. We now we want we want Keitel Marte, correct? Yeah, correct. So that's what yeah. I, we don't want Starling. Make a. We don't want to. No, make no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't want to make that mistake. Um, let's let's that see, um, outfield that they have them at. So. So our outfield would be Blackman, Marte, Ray, and then Fran. We'll leave Franny in there for now. Uh, okay, we could get another uh, big Arizona bat in there because we got we 13. Also, we could do Escobar over Arenado. It doesn't matter. They're both good plays. It's going to be pick your after, – After Escobar, who's our next big Arizona, we get rid of Smoke and go – We go, go, we go uh, no, we, oh, we could. We could do that, or we could do the um, – uh, what's his name? Uh um murphy oh yeah all Let's, right well you know what? what murphy looks like so we got murphy Maybe we still got like 10 we still got like uh, we're, 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 we're got, looking we're looking good we're looking yeah good. there's a lot of different variations on that if grinky doesn't play if grinky plays i think you want him in there you want that safety but this mitch keller kid is you know you got some high hopes for him Maybe it's a good swerve, guys. Maybe it's a good swerve and, and get off the grinky chuck and hope that it's a, a two-inning game and then the rain comes, the storms come, and they wash it out and 40% of the field loses grinky and then you've got a good little stud and you've got a lot of good hitters. So, guys. Wait, here. so here, let me see if this I'm, – I'm finishing the lineup here. Finish. I don't have, I don't have enough, so I'm going to have to find – so I'm going to have to go back to, to Arenado. I hate this. this. He's doing it. He's polishing it up for you guys to 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 send us out here. And then we get the cheap, the Walters. All right. Fair so enough. I just gave you guys two guaranteed winning lineups. Guaranteed winners, the man says. Are we done now? You got it? You got yeah, it? We're done. Right on time. Yeah. We're done. 350, guys. That means we got to get out of here. Next show coming up, it's Dean. He sat there and watched this show in silence. He took notes, so you're going to get a lot of the regurgitated information. But that's okay because Big T's joining him, so that's going to be some quality entertainment there. For us, we're out of here. Take these two lineups. Hopefully, we win something with them. For Kirk Deese, I'm Head Chopper. Good luck in all those GBPs tonight, and we're out of here.
My name is Peter Overzet, and I've drafted over 14,000 teams in Drafts Best Ball Championship. Without a doubt, I am the clear favorite to take down the million dollar top prize. I've perfectly balanced and diversified my portfolio by drafting throughout the offseason from a variety of different slots, all while sniping value at every single twist and turn. Pew, 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 pew. As a way to manually track my exposures, I print off and file every single one of my best ball teams, okay? I prefer to laminate them and then put them in my specific best ball cabinet sorting them both by roster construction and by date drafted. Now, even though I am the premier high-volume shark in this draft baseball championship, there are some things I can't even account for, things out of my control. And sadly, some of these 14,000 teams are dead on arrival. This is just a hard truth, something I have to come to grips with. Every day, I'm scrolling through Twitter, scrolling through Twitter, faced with the fact that some of these teams cannot win anymore. Mm. Take, for instance, this team. This team without Tyreek Hill, okay? I thought for sure he was going to get suspended, okay? But then he didn't. And this team doesn't have him in the 11th round. So it's done. I will have to reprint that one out if he gets caught smoking weed, though. I drafted Melvin Gordon at 105 in this one. Uh, yeah, while someone else got Justin Jackson in the 19th. See you later. Oh no, oh no. I took Zeke 101 in this one. Dudes are getting him at 105 now. You think this thing has a shot? Forget about it. No way. Tom Brady selling his house in Brookline. I only have him on 4% of my team! I could swear I had a Demera Crockett team in here somewhere.
What is going on, Rotogrinders? Dean here. That's Dean7904. If you want to get all technical, I'll be at his 5 o'clock on the dot on the East Coast, 2 o'clock on the West Coast, 4 o'clock Tennessee time, which of course means it's time for the flagship show here at Rotogrinders. It's called, it's called Grinders Live, sponsored by Fantasy Draft. And joining me today, it's uh, the host of uh, Print Factory. It's Big T. What's going on, T? What's going on? I yeah. almost boxed it for a second. You always give me a hard time. Oh, you're all over it lately. You're, you're giving it a lot more respect this year. I'm very respectful. I try to be as respectful as possible. Oh, for the longest time ever, you'd be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what it is. And then I invited <laughs> you on one time, and ever since then, we've been good. That's how you know what it is? That's <laughs> read between the lines. <laughs> What's the, where's my boy Blender? I, Blender, I've been owning you in soccer. I'm coming for you, big boy. Do you do you know about soccer? Do you watch soccer? You just buy like one of the soccer packages here at RG. Like, how do you? What's your soccer expertise? So. I don't need to. I don't need to know anything about soccer to take down Blender. That's light work. <laughs> do you? But I, something tells me you don't like soccer. I don't know why I believe that, but I don't. I don't, like, I don't. I don't love soccer, but I like money. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, I'll. Uh, by the way, speaking of uh, soccer, speaking of a well, not really a goofy sport, but this is a kind of a goofy sport. Um, did you see the Ocho the other day? ESPN two. Oh, the- I, I like all that stuff on there. That's hilarious. I which saw. What are you talking about? Well, I, I I saw some guy went nuts in cornhole, which is very good, which made me think of you. That's why I'm bringing it up. But I happened to see uh, there was I watched probably a half an hour of people flipping pizza dough. Jatting the catch. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's like this is rock bottom of my life. What am I doing? Why am I watching this? Did you see that? I, I watched the slippery stairs too, where they're pulling each other down the stairs, and there's all kinds of stuff that was hilarious. Would you play DFS slippery stairs? I mean, if I was against Blender, I would. <laughs> what is going on? What's going on with you and Blender? I, I don't know what the story is. What's the backstory here? I mean, he was just calling me out. He was posting his stats, <laughs> and he posted like people that are good at soccer. He was making fun of me. I, I'm coming. I'm coming for him. That's okay. Oh, so he admitted you for the uh, he admitted you from the list that he said these guys well, are. I don't want to be on the list anyways, because I mean, truthfully, I don't know much about soccer, but <laughs> okay, I got I got people that'll help me with some info. Fair enough. Uh, are we are we stalling because we don't want to talk about the slate? Uh, somewhere, Grant is out there saying this is a great pitcher slate, but it's not. Oh, I mean, else? last week uh, all those guys went off on that slate too. Like Kershaw no, struck out lost. a million again. Like two guys went off. He lost the bet. Yeah, the, the two guys I liked were the two guys, though. Well, hopefully you – I hope you crushed that night then. I did, actually. I had a good night that night. Oh, then also Lamette had me really tilted, I'll be honest. There was a I bunch had... of guys, though, that had like eight. I don't know why – because Grant wanted to be Grant, and he said 25. He should have said like 16 or something. And Like that, that, that terrible Detroit guy went for like 18. Like a bunch of guys went for like 18. Hey, all I know is that the, the point of the scoreboard, Grant lost – uh, yeah, he said a bunch of, he said at least five or six guys or so are going to score at least 25. Score 25, he said. Like, well, how does he, there wasn't even anybody projected at 25. And of course said, not, because it was a terrible pitching slate outside of a couple guys. For, you, didn't, you, you said Kershaw had no upside, though, too, and he has plenty of upside. I don't, I did not say he had no upside. At I, his I, price point, you said, you said he was too expensive. I said that the price did not make sense. Correct. I said it was it was an over. Did it make sense when we got to the winner circle? Well, you said if you want to play the he said she said. Oh, games, here we go. I said forty. What he did he said he's going to put up forty points. So where, where are my eight more at? points? <laughs> I don't know what he had. What did he finish at? Not forty. But it it has to be like close to thirty though. It was good. Whatever it was, it was definitely good. And Lamit. Yeah. Uh, he's Lamette got up, uh, he's got upside again. By the way, like I've been watching him for the last 
I mean, the last six, seven, like he's mowing people lately. There's Grant in chat, by the way. You heard us talking about him. You heard us chirping because, uh, yeah, you know, somewhere Grant likes, I want to know what pitchers he likes tonight. Yeah, I'm curious. You, uh, we always submit a picture to, to Devin, our producer, somebody we might want to talk about. And I'm not sure if you're trolling. Every once in a while, you, you put Jason Vargas in there, and even, even if he's not even pitching, you put Giannis and Ted Cooper. That's a different sport. Uh, I, I might roster Giannis and Cooper tonight if he's available based on the pitchers that are out there. It is a, it is an absolute disaster. And by the way, you have an eight-game slate. We're going to break it all down, obviously. We'll field your questions at the end of the show. Do some screen share as far as uh, give you a little premium peek. Maybe we'll show you the – What's going on as far as lineup HQ? We'll show you some uh, maybe Ross Weather Edge out there. Uh, that's always an interesting tool that we don't really talk about enough, probably all things that are part of the, the premium package these days. Uh, and it is discounted because we're in the back end of the season, obviously. We may lose the Houston game, which uh, that definitely speaks to the slate as well. We want to get an update as far as whether uh, Roth earlier today was not terribly optimistic. I think he threw orange on it as far as his color, which is not as bad as red, obviously, but orange says dicey. And, of course, that's where, like, the one – the best pitcher on the pitching tonight is going. Well, at least Granke is not, like, this big upside guy. But Granke is, uh, quote-unquote, safe, even though he wasn't last time out. He's facing the White Sox to just give you strikeouts. Uh, what do we know as far as the weather right now in that game? I guess it's still too early, right? I I hope it's on because if he's going to be 50% owned, I'm pretty happy with this slate. Like, I will take my chances with 50% owned Zach Granke. Uh, by the way, Blender's in chat saying he's going to roster Zach Davies tonight, or he's considering rostering Zach Davies. Uh, a zero would be viable for tonight's pitching slate, which is like, <laughs> I don't have, think fun, have fun with that. <laughs> Maybe I should post some games in baseball if he's going to roster Zach Davies. I'm not playing it. I, I played a bench guy against against Blender. You don't. You probably don't watch soccer, but you don't play bench guys in soccer. One of the good guys got wasn't in the starting lineup for the the game on, on Sunday. So I played a bench guy against him just to show him who was boss. <laughs> or like maybe, playing a bench guy in baseball. Or uh, more likely is you probably slept in and like it's a oh, – The truth of the matter was, uh, just because I'm on there, I'll, I'll always say the truth. There was like – I had a good guy in there, and the only possible pivot was like a really bad guy. So I either yeah. had to play a really bad guy or take a chance that my guy got subbed in. And I was thinking – I was way ahead of Blender. So I was kind of thinking that he was going to go and pivot to the other guy to give him a chance. So I was trying to block him too. Yeah. Stuck with the easy play because he's he's a little he's a little soft with making the, the the bold moves. So I had to beat him with a bench guy. My bench guy outscored his bad guy too. Are the lineups not out early enough in soccer? They don't come out till an hour before. Oh, that's brutal. But yeah. on, like on these slates though, you have all the games that start and then. You don't know for the the late game who's who's starting and and they they sit good guys in soccer. Yeah, uh, that is kind of tricky for sure. And obviously the time difference. I guess the the slate starts like what eight in the morning or something like that. Seven in the morning. Yeah, I don't I don't know about all that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the games take place so across the pond over there, like in England. Yeah, like yeah. About, of course. Yeah. They, I mean, they're at night over there, obviously, but I don't know the time difference. All right. Uh, but we do want to mention, by the way, uh, people rocking the RG badge. We have a, a whole slew of people that are rocking it. If you, of course, if you wear the Rotor Grinders badge and, and you win, uh, you finish in the top 10 of certain contests, you get one month of the aforementioned Rotor Grinders premium. Uh, want to give a shout out to those that are actually wearing it these days. Good luck in finishing the top 10 and winning yourself some RG premium. Uh, we got Daboosh1988, Live for 20, Northman Progeny. 
JMC Fall, OG Baller, 44, and BGLO17. Devin, just went ahead and dropped that link in the chat for you guys. You guys, guys want to learn uh, more information as far as what's going down with the, the badge program. Again, finish the top 10 of certain contests around the industry, and you get yourself one month of RG Premium. Uh, you about ready to dive into the slate here, Tony? Oh, I'm ready. <sighs> All right. Well, I mean, Zach Greinke makes the most sense if that game goes and he's facing a White Sox team that's, you know, strikes out a good bit, and they're also kind of weakened as well because they're without a couple of their regulars too. That's why you see Angle and Sanchez and Skull and Goings. It's pretty much a disaster as far as that lineup, and, you know, they're not very good. And, of course, the K rate uh, is spiked as well. Greinke, not a big K guy, obviously, but uh, he usually sticks around in theory to like six or seven innings or so. Uh, and, you know, obviously a monster favorite. Take that W, they're minus 300. Uh, but clearly it's a slate that's going to be won by uh, the bats. Uh, how much are you prioritizing Granky? Because, like, I guess the optimal lineup build today is Granky and one of these crap, you know, basically floor pitchers that we'll talk about soon enough. What do you do with Zach? Assuming the weather's good, obviously. Yeah, I mean, first of all, the weather doesn't look great. So I'm not going to play Granky, though, no matter what. Like, I just – I'm not going to play 50% on Zach Granky, especially – I mean, even more so with the weather. It just makes it easy. But uh, there's just no way I'm paying over 10K for Zach Granky. I'm just not doing it. So, yeah, what what do we think the ownership is going to be? I'll, I'll go ahead and pull it up. And you mentioned 50%, and I pulled it up right now, and – uh, that might have been what you're looking at. You know, obviously, this gets tinkered with. There's it's no uh, pitching. Like, everyone always just plays the easy guy when it's like this just because they don't want to, like, make it make a bold move and play some scrub guys. So, they're just going to play Granky. As long as the weather's not just awful, they're going to play Granky. It's just what's going to happen. But that's what that's it a, gets real I'm interesting, though, if this game somehow like postpones because then people are just terrified and they'll <laughs> say how much they hate the slate and they don't have anyone to play. So does everybody just all of a sudden pivot to like Lucchese or, or Erod or, or Disco? Probably. I think they pivot to Lucchese just because it's similar price point. It's always easy to fit one guy in up top. I mean, I, I'm not going to though. Like it's same difference. Like I like Tampa against righties too. Their lineup came out. I really like their lineup. I mean, Heredia in the one hole is just, whoo, I love it. I love it. I love him up in the one hole. You're the only person excited about Heredia. I, I, lo- I like Tampa against righties always, or against lefties always, I mean. But tonight, I usually like it when I can play it, pay up for stud pitching. So tonight, you don't probably you probably don't need it tonight, but I like the lineup still. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, and, and the other part is, is like a lot of these guys are just overpriced. Like if they were on a bigger slate, we'd totally ignore the prices. And like like Zach Plezak is way overpriced. Dylan Cease has a ridiculous yeah. price. Like, what are we talking about with Dylan Cease? Um, I mean, whatever. I, I suppose he can get there. He's a bit of a prospect, but he's not been good, and he's facing Houston, and there's potential weather. But besides that, um, you know, you got Keller, who's a prospect as well, but, of course, he's facing an Angels team that, you know, doesn't strike out a ton, and he, now he's got to face a DH, and he's been wild too. And it's just a bunch of nonsense. And I, do you like Kelly versus the Rockies? Like, he's not – if he was at the floor, maybe, but – He's not at the floor. Is he somebody you wanted to talk about? No, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not playing Kelly. I, I just put <laughs> that in. <laughs> I mean, You're just trolling I, I always got to get my names in like three hours before I even look at the slate. So I had to get something in there. But, yeah, I'm not – there's no way I'm playing Kelly. So talk I about – I like these cheap guys. Like, why am I not just playing Pruitt and Brock Stewart? Well, because they're terrible, but we, we're they're probably going to play. I can play every bat I want. 
Correct. Which I think I think some people are going to do that again. Everyone's going to do that. Like everyone's going to play one of these guys, or they yeah. should. Like you're crazy if you don't. I I, I think what's it's you know the chalk is Granky and one of uh, the aforementioned Pruitt or, or Stewart. Like how do you not play one of them on this slate? Like you'd be crazy not to. So Cardi's going to be on crunch time next, right? And I pull up Cardi's the bat, uh, and we talk about you talk about projections as far as pitchers, right? Where we got to. You know, 16 starters. I know there's some openers or whatever, but just 16 pitchers, however you want to, however you want to phrase it. Amongst the 16, Tony, right, as of like a few minutes ago, let's get a sort of refresh. How many do you think are projected to score more than double digits in fantasy points? I mean, I don't know how many are projected, but I think a bunch of these guys will get between like 10 and 17 type range in that range. Yeah, I mean, this is just projection, obviously. I mean, what, what, probably eight of them or so, half of them are probably projected double digits. Four. Yeah, I mean, I think there'll be more than that. To be fair, there's four that are projected in the, in the nines. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what it's going to end up. I mean, I think like probably, so what, there's 16 theoretical pitchers. I mean, I think I think over half will get double digits. Yeah. and I'm not sure any get over 20, though. And you, and you talk about like Stewart, uh, Stewart and, and Pruitt and – you know, let's say they put up seven or eight or nine or whatever, which I think is probably perfectly... more though. I think they get double digits. Really? Pruitt, I definitely think it's double digits. Uh, how deep is Pruitt going to go? Like three innings or so? I mean, we always talk about this, and then the guys go out and mow. Well, we talked about one guy one day where you said three innings, and he went the like Dodgers. There's a Dodgers pitcher who was incredibly efficient. <laughs> I can't remember the guy's name now. He just mowed though. He went forever. He went seven innings, I believe. Yeah, I just like seventy pitches. <laughs> I took the L on that one. Somebody definitely made sure to point that out to me. I was like, yeah, well, he's, he's not going to say even even if he does. First of all, I should say this too: like, it might be good if he goes two or three innings. Like, lock up those points and just get out of there. You did your work. Just just sit down, enjoy the rest of the night. Yeah, you'll take eight, right? Like, oh. you'll lock in eight points. If you did eight to twelve tonight for four K, like, oh, oh, just ship it, just oh, done deal. And we'll talk about the hitters in a second. And obviously there's a Coors game that has, what, the you know two touchdowns, 14 is the total as of right now. And the difference between Pruitt and, like, maybe the top pitcher is maybe a home run, if that, like just a solo home run. And the theory is you should be able to make up with that, you know, as far as your sticks, you're going to get the prime bats. Uh, and it, it's not a crazy idea, like you said, to roster Stewart and Pruitt and just have fun with your lineup, basically roster all the hitters you want. Uh I mean, there's Gerardo against Toronto, which I'm not terribly interested, but in theory, if that guy gets lucky as far as Babbitt, he could go like six innings plus. Juarez doesn't go very deep at all. Um, you know, Fetty against Cincinnati, against against your Reds. Like you were saying pre-show, the Reds are going to be uh, – they're, they're playoff bound. I keep saying it. Uh, I, I think it. They're, they're going to be playoff bound. Like they got these three studs at the top who just mowed the Cubs all weekend, like just destroyed them. And they got decent pitching after that. The bullpen is a disaster right now, which which could hurt. But I like the bats. They had my boy Freddie Galvis. I love them tonight. I, I can't wait to play them against against Fetty. Oh my! I can't wait. How are you not excited about Aquino? You buried the lead, man. Oh, I just I was a little aggravated because I, I finished second or third in the queue on Saturday, and oh. I finished like third. I was third in basically all the high stakes tournaments, and I didn't have him somehow. And I played him every day since he's come up. Oh, he hurt my feelings. That that is the worst. That you might as well. Do you even get anything for second or third, or like your money back, basically? Yeah, you get some, but I mean, no. If I play him, I just I literally, obviously, I mean, I'm not saying anything. The guy hit three home runs, but 
I played him every day. If he's in there, just ship everything. I saw him. Compa- I saw somebody on Twitter compare him to like uh, his batting stance is pretty awesome. He, he has that open stance. It kind of loads up. And I don't know if you're old enough. You remember Tony Batista? Yeah. yeah. He has that kind of deal going. Like Google that one, kid. Tony Batista and like oh, sure. it's fire that way. That's a good nickname, isn't it? That's really solid. It's the best. I can't. He's, he's got a great number too. Forty-four. What? What's? What? Is that an homage to somebody who's forty-four? Who's Big T 44? What do you mean? Oh, yeah, it took me a second. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Stick with me, Dean. That took me a second right over my head. I was trying to – I think I thought, like, Puig was 40. I'm really bad with numbers. Uh, it's not my specialty for sure. Uh, well, asking, well, your, dong, your dong is 44, too. Is he? That, that's He's, the number. That's the number of, of all the power players. I think that's the number of homers the Astros hit against Baltimore on oh, Saturday night. They just – Oh, my God. They absolutely so wallowed Baltimore. And Baltimore has uh, gave up like what four homers or so in the first game against the Yankees. The Yankees hit like sixteen homers in the previous three game series. Uh, that's the other game we'll talk about, obviously, as far as big totals. They're asking in the chat about Chad Green. Is Chad Green playable against Baltimore? He's another guy that's just not going to go very deep. I mean, um, I'm, pl- I'm playing Nestor for sure. So uh, Nestor is going to probably go a couple of like, two, three innings or so. Same thing as these other 4k guys and he's 4k too. He, he's a guy though. I still think just say he goes in and mows. He's not going to go seven like the Dodgers guy, but I could see him going like innings three to six or seven and getting the win and getting some K's. And I could see Nestor being the best pitcher on the slate. He's going to be, pitching. he's going to yeah. be on own too. I was just checking to make sure he's not pitching game one. Uh, and, you know, we we always talk about how the win isn't that important, but that might be, like, one of the tiebreakers. Like, those four points oh. are precious. Uh, and, you know, the Yankees are probably going to win this game. They're probably going to have a well, lead. The Yankees are going to win. They're, they're not – I mean, I shouldn't say that. I'm pretty sure Baseball. they're going to win. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure they're going to pound Baltimore. So, that's why I was trying to figure out between Stewart and and, uh, and Pruitt, who is more likely I, – I think I like Stewart just because I think he's more likely to be positioned – for a W over Pruitt, who's, you know, they're facing Lucchese, who's actually a pretty good pitcher. That was my thought. I mean, that was my tiebreaker. So I have Stewart over Pruitt. I mean, I – maybe by like a, a hair. <laughs> I mean, one's a 120 favorite and one's a 110 dog. So by a hair, he's, he's probably more likely. Look, they're both terrible decisions, but they're both super yeah. cheap. And they're I mean, they're the same play. Like, I, I like Pruitt more just because I like his upside more, but – uh, no, no Puig tonight, by the way. I'm not sure if we checked the lineups. No Puig. That makes a difference for you as far as Erod. That Cleveland lineup is hampered to, hampered to some extent. Erod seems like an interesting pivot off of Granky. Any interest in Rodriguez? No, I mean, I just uh, – <laughs> no. I can't – I'm not playing him against the Indians. The Indians, they're good right now. They got a nasty lineup. I, I love Fran Mill in that four-hole tonight. I, he can strike out, though. He could. I'm just – there's no way I'm using Eduardo against Cleveland, though. I mean, not for that price. There's just too much offense on this slate to waste money at pitching when I don't think he's going to get you enough. Like, even if you told me he's going to get – I don't know what number it would have to be. Like, probably 20. If you told me he'd get 20, I'd probably roster him. But anything under 20, even if you guaranteed me, like, 17, I I still don't think I could roster him. Uh, Fairly patient. Too much offense. And as far as, you know, Fran Mill uh, is a 30% strikeout guy this year, but the rest of the team is not striking out a lot of the fire up the old point IQ collectively. This Cleveland team this season, there are some small samples in there with Allen and Naquin. They don't grab a ton of at-bats, but we're talking about 18.2% as far as striking out for his lefties. 
that's not a very big number. It's 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 essentially Fran Mill and it's Perez. Outside of those two guys, everybody else makes contact. A pretty patient lineup too with Santana, Lindor, Perez as well. Nine point seven percent as far as walking this year. And you know, Erod's got what a twenty three point five percent K rate, which is not spectacular, but it's it's good on this slate. I think Disco might have had the highest K rate. Uh, what about Disco against Washington without Soto, who's uh, not playing tonight with an injury? Yeah, I mean, I don't completely hate it, but there's a lot of lefties. I mean, Parra's been super annoying for all season. He's been really good. I mean, as far as Parra, he, he's beat me a few different slates with hitting bombs and stuff when he should it. As Drupal has, you want to talk about, I always have these guys that I just like in, in spots against righties. As Drupal, I always have my lefty masters. This is a righty man. As Drupal is, I'm, I'm a huge fan of As Drupal against a righty. Those guys are both terrible this year. As Drupal got cut by Texas. I always tell you, though, I always tell you, I don't have my names prepared for the chart. I mean, Tim Anderson, I just threw him in there, too, because of Granky. But my, my favorite hitter for sure off the wall is As Drupal. Like, I love As Drupal tonight. Besides being a lefty against Disco, like what he hasn't been good this year. Who cares what he's been, Dean? You need to get the, all that stuff out of your head. Like all it takes <laughs> is one night to. I love him against. I love him tonight. Love him. And Paris thinks too. Like he's an interesting. That's fine. I mean, just because you want to play freaking Trout and and the same guy Blackman. I mean, of course, look at your thing. Oh, you got Blackman tonight on your chart. I mean, well, you're just... insightful. I mean, you're all the insight for for the chat. I mean, freaking I'm, Blackman I'm and Cranky. I'm, I'm sitting at the table and I'm getting up, but this is like the generic, like clear cut. Yeah. Like, so I mean, what, what, who gives the, who gives the chat more by this narrative? I give them two scrubs. You give them Cranky and Blackman. I mean, really? Well, those are the guys that are going to dictate the slate, and then you're the you're the expert that comes in. I and mean, say, Cranky and Blackman. Play. I mean, does that really help anyone? Well, that's it's it's just sort of like uh, it's showing people that like who's these also there's an ownership percentage on there as well. And I, I imagine like we talked about the Cranky's with fifty percent owned, assuming that. Uh, and I thought it opened up a good conversation as far as what do you do? What do you do if, if it's like orange yellow? As far as the weather, like you're not playing them no matter what. I'm not so playing them either way, but like I just yeah, I mean I I wouldn't yeah just wait and see the weather. I mean if it's orange orange something, I just don't I don't see why you would want to play them. So uh, the chat's saying that, like, Parra has been good since joining Washington. Yeah. Parra's beat me multiple slates. I don't care what his numbers say like usual. Like, there's been multiple slates where he's hit, like, a three-run bomb to kill a pitcher. He's hit, like, a triple in the gap. Like, he's done He's had all those little, little shots against me. Yeah, he was a d- disaster in Colorado. And I had him when he had a grand slam, yeah, too. But he was awful in Colorado. Awful. I give you that. On the season, he's got a 154 ISO, which is not good. That, that's not good. Is, a well, I didn't realize we were playing season long. <laughs> Well, you're saying he was good this year. You're talking about the few times he beat you. Which is all that matters. <laughs> oh, I mean, man. when we start playing season long, we can worry about year numbers. <laughs> is there anybody else that's worth, like, a mention or a head nod? Like, Well, I, you know, we should talk about Lucchese against Tampa. It sounds like you're more on the Tampa side, though. Yeah, no, I mean, anybody say I, – I don't – I don't completely hate Lucchesi, especially on Fandle where it's a good park. It's a low total. And some of the, the, the problem for me is some of the bats I like are pretty cheap to where if I get to the end of my team and I love my bats and I can play Lucchesi as chalk or one of these 4K guys, like even though I love the 4K guys, I'm going to have a hard time playing them over Lucchesi just on a point per dollar basis. So. Sure, if I want to stack cores like everyone will want to with the seven totals, then 
I'm just going to play that. I'm not going to play the Cassie because it won't fit as good. But if I really like my bats, like I love Cincinnati and I like a few Washington lefties. I mean, some Yankees can fit. There's a lot of cheaper bats. I mean, Ford, I could easily play Ford tonight. A lot of these guys in big totals, I really can't make it work with the 4K guys just because I leave too much salary. So I can play Lucchesi with some of these bats I like. And I assume Ty Block, we're not playing him, right? <laughs> I mean, on this slate, there's a lot. There's a lot you can go to. I mean, I really don't think you can, but yeah. I love uh, slates like this, first of all. I, these are my slates. Eight-game slate. You got a weather game with some chalk. You got cores. You got a lot of bad – like, these are the slates I excel in. So, I'm playing less than my normal allotment tonight. Like, I did the same amount of research. It sounds like you're the kind of guy that would play more than your normal allotment. It's just a big night, naturally, because they got that 3K queue. They got a, a couple big tournaments on the sites. Like, yeah, I got, I got a lot of action tonight. Yeah, so – I pulled back, and I understand why, why you're going to step on the gas. such a good tournament night. Like, oh, I mean, it's not if you just plug in Granky and Blackman like your graph, but if you get a little creative, we got – there's a lot of things you can do here. I Look, I thought that those are the players that make – that are, like, big key, po- uh, key points to well, the Well, obviously, you freaking – a 50% owned pitcher and the one-hole hitter at Coors, like, okay. Should we just not talk about the 50% owned pitcher? I mean – you don't need it on the graph. I mean, everyone already knows it. You got to give us some. Give us like your favorite pitcher that's not the most obvious play ever. Some people have nine to fives, man. Some people are just getting home and just walking. Anyone the door. knows Granky though. It'll take one second to look at the sheet to know Granky. Like, even if you had thirty seconds, you'd plug Granky in. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, and you know, yes, I picked Blackman as well, who's the batting leadoff versus Merrill. Merrill Kelly, the pitcher you wanted to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> you like that on the I knew you'd like that. Right when I signed on, I heard you guys talking about it. Well, I was like, is he just trolling us? I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> um, summarize the arms for me because, you know, it's uh, it's hard to like anything here. Yeah. Uh, it, and it sounds to me like you're just playing at least one of these garbage pitchers that are, like, super cheap, possibly I'm two. for sure playing. Every team is for sure going to have a 4K pitcher on it i mean well how much i still haven't actually plugged the team how much do we have if we play two of those guys oh i mean you got everything if you i mean play still, so you, you got can... over 5k per player obviously yeah yeah you can do whatever you, you play want. literally anyone i believe so yeah i kind of like that i mean that's my preferred route what's that you can play kelly the catcher we'll talk about catchers in a second but like you know, we always talk about how I love that move. First of all, though, I love playing Kelly at that price. If you can fit him, that's great leverage on the field because people aren't going to do that. I wouldn't think so. Yeah, it doesn't make sense, but it makes sense for tournaments. I mean, it makes perfect sense. When I even when I think it makes sense in cash, even because there's no pitching. <laughs> well, I think uh... if he hits a bomb, he's going to outscore the pitchers like. How does that not make sense? Well, I mean, yeah, but you could say that about anybody most of the time, right? But, like, he's probably not going to – he might. Why is he probably not? I mean, he easily could. Who in the world is Josh Rojas? Is he eligible on on either – any site? I was just looking at the Arizona lineup, and, like, I know they didn't play Peralta, and uh, I know they didn't play Adam Jones, but there's a person named Josh Rojas, and I, I was just looking at it too, and I don't think he is because on the RG page, like, all the guys are highlighted, and his name is not highlighted. So I don't think he's in the player pool. Uh, not Jack that I'm aware of. I don't know who that is. Kind of curious who it is. But uh, okay, yeah, he's not, he's not on Fanduel. Let's see, DK. Let's see. I'm, I'm checking. Uh, 
fantasy draft you're on dk it's just, this is riveting <laughs> internet television for sure yeah he's uh, not on dk either and i'm gonna guess he's probably not in fantasy draft nope not in fantasy draft either so uh and we're not rostering the pitcher obviously at least i don't think we are as far as the colorado side so it doesn't really affect all that much all right i think the more important topic is uh, for the slate is do we play the yankees do we play cores or do we play somewhere else? Because the Yankees have a bigger total than course. Yeah, and I still don't believe that Yankee lineup is, like, good. You know, just because you win Oh, that God, job. don't start with me. Oh, please don't start talking about it. You're oh. telling me Valera, Ford, Romine. Oh, God, if you start talking about their age again. And, you guys are good? Oh, they're 34, and now they're good. Like, uh, if I hear that one more time, I'll puke. Well, well, I don't know. They just keep breaking, and I mean, at what point? What? So if they have a bad game, then all of a sudden they're bad again. Like I don't get it. No, I'm just saying. It's collectively, it's not a very good lineup. These are not a very. Why are they? Why though? I I don't know why Austin Romine's not not a good hitter. Maybe he didn't practice not enough as a kid. He was where he was. So you pick Austin Romine for the example. I mean, sure, Austin Romine probably does suck, but Garrett Bain probably doesn't suck. 17 years ago, he was training. Bain just keeps raking. I mean, Ursula is on a different level right now. He's good. Like he's actually good. I think Ursula's actually good. Yes. So really, the only guy in the whole lineup that I really don't like is Romine, and you can still play him because he's a catcher. You like Valera? I mean, on this slate, probably not because there's not pitching. But on a slate where I can play a pitcher, I love him. Ford's got some power, so whatever. I love Ford. I, see, that's my problem tonight. This is my biggest issue is I really like a lot of these cheap guys. So I, I, it, it puts me in a delay. Why couldn't I just have a couple aces tonight? Because there's a lot of cheap dudes I like. Ugh, yeah, it's it's a funky slate for sure. Do you have a summary as far as pitchers? You just want to jump the catchers. I mean, yeah, let's, let's go. Let's go to – I mean, pitcher, I'm playing the cheap guys unless I can get up to – I guess, like the San Diego guy. All right, let's talk catchers. We kind of referenced, you know, Kelly obviously is a pretty abs- – he's batting eighth on the road. Of course, he's in Coors Field. He's facing Peter Lambert. It's a disaster. But, uh, like, he doesn't make sense from a dollar-for-dollar dollar dollar perspective. But, of course, you know – Why do you think point-for-dollar matters in baseball? Well, because you have a certain salary cap to delegate your funds. Why you don't? Well, you do when you don't because depending on what you do with ranking. Oh, you don't. <laughs> I mean, you can play two of the crap. If he gets a bomb tonight, you're going to have a hard time not – I mean, you're going to have a hard time not doing well. Is only one catcher going to put up like 14 points or more? On an eight-game slate? I mean, there's a decent chance that only one catcher does good. It's possible, yeah. Uh, sure, well, I mean, there might be two, but – like, The great Austin Robon from the – You turn it up – You're going to have a leg up on a lot of the field if you get a bomb at catcher. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. Especially I, I on a night where no pitcher is going to go for more than 15, more than likely. Uh, I'll take the over on 15, but I mean, the, the point, I understand. Oh, the whole slate, you'll take the over on one guy going over 15 on the whole slate? You do that? You're so generous. Well, didn't you just say that like, no pitcher That's gonna just pitch? what you say, like, as a marker. Like, of course, probably, sure, one guy will go over 15. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if you meant that literally. That's like when I used to do the shows with Siege and I'd throw something out like, oh, oh they're going to go over 12. And their projection was like six, and I'd say they'd get over 12. This okay, false, let's bet then. Like, this is a false <laughs> a random number. False equivalency. Do not make that count. <laughs> <laughs> now I have to, I have to check myself that you make that that, that was his move. I mean, I got to tell you, uh, you call a spade a spade. I mean, that was <sighs> – 
That was a siege move. You don't have the money for Kelly for some reason, hypothetically. I understand that you might if you're playing two crap pitchers, but uh, give me some pivots. You talked about the Yankees. If you're, if you're making a Yankee stack, does Romine crack it? I just never play Romine when I stack the Yankees because if I'm stacking the Yankees, I kind of want the upside guys. And sure, if he hits a bomb, obviously you're going to be huge, but I don't think I like him in the Yankee stack. I almost like him more as a one-off, which sounds weird and maybe it's wrong, but it's kind of how I build teams. I could use him more as a one-off kind of with maybe I play Maven, Romine, Ford, six, seven, eight as like my secondary stack to go with my main stack type thing. Ugh, gross names. <laughs> Do what? This is some gross names, man. I understand. Oh, yes, man. I missed you. I, well, we bet that one day. What did I bet him that day? I don't know. He's got to say it in the chat. But I bet every Tampa guy, oh, against Posey on one of your, it was one of your shows when everyone loved Posey. I said, I'll take every Tampa Bay batter one on one. Posey didn't beat any of them for the record. Shocker. <laughs> Posey did not. Uh, yes, man. I got to slide in on Yes, man. Get that Venmo cracking. I kind of knew how that story was going to end since you brought it up, but yeah. Oh, I mean, it's also, been a while since I've lost a little heads-up confrontation here with people. <laughs> uh, Danny Jansen, uh, you know, I don't mind, right? You know, Gerardo's been kind of reverse blitzy, so, uh, you know, we're just looking for somebody different as far as catcher. Uh, we don't really have a cheap guy necessarily. Cisco and Yankee Stadium, that, you know, that right field line for a lefty should be okay. I don't know how long Green's going to stick around. Maybe only sees him one or two times. Of course, it's going to be a bullpen game. Uh, out of the Yankees it is a uh, Torres is he a lefty or a righty you know off the top of your head I feel like he's a lefty yeah I could be wrong but I feel Nestor, like Nestor has to be a lefty it, yeah that's, I feel like that's what, he, that's what he is as well but he's definitely a lefty he's got to be anything else as far as catcher it's crap I mean you got Max Stassi, Max Stassi is a full punt if you have any interest in that of course he does, he's a disaster but you know he's cheap if you need it for whatever reason yeah, I mean, catchers, this is one of the reasons I like Kelly because I go down the list and look at every single guy, and I really don't see, besides just trying to luck box into something, I don't see any matchups I love outside of DRNO. I love DRNO versus lefty in the two-hole. So basically, my two my two catchers are the spins up, Kelly and, and DRNO. DRNO is going to be completely unowned. Yeah, I don't mind that for tournaments. I think it's a pretty a pretty solid idea. Uh, and you know San Diego. Another great- thing, you keep saying tournaments, so you wouldn't play DR no hitting out of the two hole in a cash game. I probably wouldn't have the money for it. Uh, where is your money going? All the other, all the the good hitters, the, the expensive but, good, good players. So who are you playing at pitcher in a cash game? I'd probably play uh, Granky with one of the four K guys. And you still don't have salary. So what if the weather's bad? Then what? You're just gonna play? Look that, at I don't you. know. You gotta hit Plan B. <laughs> Probably, I, I might just yellow it like you and just have like two crap pitchers and have some fun. And I, I first, I think you can do that too. Like I really do. I think, and you don't have to be completely scared to leave salary because it'll give you. Say I love, say I love cores tonight. I want to play the four K guys. I get all the big bats. I can still play a guy like as Drupal and leave salary, like just to be different, a unique lineup. I mean, it, there's nothing wrong with that. What do you have for me as far as uh, first base? You got an underpriced Joey Votto who uh, he's not going to have the same umpire. Who was Angel Hernandez last night? I'm sure you watched that, right? Oh, God. I was tweeting about it and it was, oh, I mean, 
obviously I, I was rooting for the Reds, but it was horrible both ways. I mean, his strike zone is so bad. He was calling strikes that were way out, balls that were inside. Like, he's just terrific. What does it take for an umpire to get fired when you – I guess, yeah, I'm sure he has tenure. He's been around for like 20 years or something. But It's, it's got to be hard when, because he is just – everybody's been on him too. Like, not just – it's bad when both teams complain about you. Yeah, uh, Joe West is an old – get rid of these old the old guys, the old-timers, just that they, people show up for them. Uh, Votto is cheap versus Fetty, who's kind of a disaster. Adams, you know, you want the lefties versus Disco for sure. Uh, your boy Para, uh, the price isn't that great, unlike Fanstraff or on DK, but he is uh, – I think he's 2K on Fandle. I don't know if you're playing over there tonight, but you can rule out your boy Para against Disco for the, the site minimum. Of course, you got the power in cores with uh, Murphy versus Kelly. You got Walker versus Lambert as well as Lamb, who's not been particularly great. Uh, this year necessarily you're not as good as he was in years past at least first base what are you doing so I love Matt Adams right next to my boy as Drupal and Para I love him I love Christian Walker obviously Votto is too cheap I like all those guys but I, I love Ford too Ford at the bottom eight hole so this is my problem all these guys are, are cheap like you got all these guys are under 4k on DK except for Walker he, he's priced up a little bit but Every other guy is pretty cheap to where I just feel like I'm going to end up having to play Lucchesi, even though I don't love him, just because of the way it kind of lines up. But I think Ford, if I had to pick one guy, I'm playing one tournament team, I think it's Ford. It's funny. I was going to say, you mentioned Lucchesi. I don't mind Aguiar batting third there. I, I like Tampa is the problem. That's why I don't want to play Lucchesi. I really don't. But yeah. I don't know. Like it, That's going to be my dilemma tonight is – do I play Lucchesi because I can, or do I just force stuff in? And I kind of just m might leave salary on the table. What about second base? Keystone position, anybody can I jump out for you there? You, you back with the Yankees, your boy, DJ LeMahieu. Uh, Gleyber Torres playing both games, the doubleheader today. I better check that. I, my, my head tells me he's probably DHing in the second game because he was dealing with an injury on and off. We have confirmation on this. That's what I'm curious about right now. I mean, uh, no, he's in the field. Urshel is DHing, actually. That's okay. So I guess he's fine. Yeah, I, I think he's fine if they're putting him in there, I think. And he's in such a good spot, too. Like the Yankees, everyone is going to look at Yankees are going to be popular, too. I'm not saying they're not, but I mean, they have a 7 7 implied total. The last time I seen one that high was Houston the other day when they scored a million runs. Ah. But that I Houston mean, lineup is so much better than the Yankee lineup. That's the point I was making. It's not even close. I mean, I... <laughs> they have Carlos Correa batting sixth or seventh or whatever, and the Yankees have Cam Maven. And Austin Romani. I mean, I just don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so are the Yankees going to be low-owned? Should I just jam them? No, they're not. No, they're not going to be low-owned because they have a massive total and they're facing Ty Block. And they're going to score like 15 runs. They might. Ty Block literally couldn't throw it through a pane of glass, a plane of glass or whatever you call it. I'll tell you, if you want to say something nice about Ty Block, is he doesn't give up a lot of homers, doesn't give up a lot of fly balls. At least if you, if you pull back his numbers the last year, and part of that probably is because he, you know, pitched in San Francisco. But he, Oh, uh, my man, yes, man. Oh, he, he sent me a tweet that said, Bet was near the end of July. Posey to that point in July was batting 303 with two homers, he said. He pulled the 303 card out. He's that dropping batting average on you? He's, he was batting 303 in July. Oh, that's amazing. That's better than the bet right there. That's all. <laughs> that's worth the payoff right He there. was batting 303 on me. Oh, that's great. I feel like I don't know a lot of guys' batting averages. It's like something I don't really I, think about. Yeah. I've never even – people still, like, I'll be in arguments. We'll be – we're wherever, at a bar, golf course. And, like, someone will use that in their arguments, though. They'll be like, 
Oh, but he's hitting 289 since. Oh, is he really? Oh, oh. He, he's good. <laughs> John Jay's probably hitting 289. Is he good? Yeah, exactly. Exactly <laughs> my point. Or when they say the ERA, like, I don't know people's ERA either. You just I don't know who can strike guys out and who can't, who's good, who's bad. Yeah. Uh, it's like our RBIs is always the other one, too, that it just tries, you know, oh, this guy's is clutch. Look at the RBI. Like, they don't acknowledge that RBIs, a lot of times, the presence of, like, you know, it's, it's because who's around you, who's in front of you, environment yeah. and all that. But, uh, it's just opportunity, but whatever. We don't, we don't, I would say we don't time this stuff. It's an eighth game slate. I guess we kind of sort of do, but not really because we've been rambling. Yeah, we're, we're cruising here. <laughs> what else do you have for me in second, if anything else, or you want to jump to third base? Got to talk about uh, somehow he's eligible on DK, but Van Meter is eligible at second. I, I love him. I mean, uh, I'm just. You can always play the cores guys. I mean, we don't even have to. All the cores guys are obviously in play tonight. We, we don't even need to talk about them. But I love Danny Santana, too, in the two-hole. But I think Van Meter might be my favorite, just picking one. Glaybar, actually. Glaybar is for sure my favorite. Escobar, Cattell, Marte, McMahon, who's your favorite uh, second-base eligible guy in cores? I like Marte, but – Escamar's great. I, all of them are really good. I, if I, I guess McMahon might be my favorite just because he's going to be the lowest owned, I would think, of that trio just because the salary, I don't think he needs. Maybe he won't be. I, I don't know. They're all going to be pretty high owned. Uh, you got DJ or you got Torres? You, you're probably going to have both. I'm playing, I'm yeah. playing t- Torres, but, yeah, you, you, you could play both easy. I mean, they're both eligible at two spots, right? So you're playing Torres, but a DJ Homer's tonight. Who's taking the victory lap on Twitter? No, I mean, I don't even take victory laps when he hits <laughs> off high block. But, I mean, I've already won that one anyways. That one's long, long over. <laughs> it's, over. it's been decided. We don't need that one. Yeah, the, the white the, the white flag's been raised on that one. You're, you're done on that one. Judges have called it off. <laughs> I mean, he's going to win the MVP, so you, you definitely lost I mean, that. seriously, it's Mike Trout's the MVP. Like, stop it. I think DJ might win the MVP. That would be that would be uh, absurd. If he's winning with this roster. Like he's his roster is as bad as as uh, as the Angels roster. Well, we've we've long like MVP for teams. He just like made fun of Maven. He's playing with Maven and Gardner and Ursula, and they're they're the best team in the American League. Manager of the year, then hook up the manager of the year. How about that? <laughs> in baseball, we always just go by numbers, don't we? We don't really care about like where teams finish. It's like the Trout has has the best numbers in baseball this year. That's it. Right? Like I mean, Trout's the best player in baseball. I don't know if he's most valuable though. Well, if you want to take it literal because Is it not the MVP trophy? Like it's different depending on the sport, like the way that the writers tend to judge it. Usually yeah. my understanding is to just pick the guy who's been the I mean, best. LeBron's only won like three. He's been the best for fifteen years. Sure. And like, they stopped giving you the Jordan as well because they got bored. It's the same idea. Exactly. Uh third base, hot corner. Oh, my boy is Drupal. He, he's the one guy I don't think. Obviously, I, I could play some of these other guys because there's great plays there. I mean, Arenado, Suarez, Rendon. I mean, there's tons of great guys, but this is where I'm getting my leverage. I'm playing as Drupal tonight. Has this Drupal been good for, for Washington? What have I missed? He, just, he had a game winner yesterday. I mean, there's nothing. I'm, I'm all, I always I hammer these these scrub plays. That he's going to hit a bomb tonight for sure. A game winning what? Single? Double? I don't see any double, homers. I think. It. Yeah, he hit like a double or triple yesterday. Did it dribble down the line or something? And like, I, don't, I don't know where it went. I wasn't watching it, but he hit a game winner. He, he's going to be fine. He's going to hit a bomb tonight. No one's going to have him. It was like that Matt Carpenter double where he, he bunted against the shift or yeah, something. Yeah, that's fine. You got to do what you got to do. 
Dennis Drupal is terrible. Oh, I will not. Go, He's hitting a bomb tonight. I mean, this is a new one. I will go down on this one. Okay. Well, you're going to get this is where my victory lap will come. I'm glad you don't like him, too. That makes me feel that much better about it. I can't wait. I will say uh, he's cheap enough where I'd consider playing him. But oh, I, it, here we don't be circling back. There's no also, circling back. I understand that we live in the world of a salary cap. You already dug your hole. You're not getting on him now. Just he is cheap enough, but he stinks. Nope, no, you're not. You're you're on the other side of the fence. You're not. Nope. You're getting a you're getting a tweet when this bomb happens. We talked about the Colorado game. We talked about the Yankees. What about the Astros if that game goes against Dylan Cease? Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's just, man, whenever it's like this, I just find myself. I love the Coors Bats are great. The Yankees are great. I like Washington and Cincy. So, I mean, there's five teams right there. I just don't need to play Houston. I mean, other people are going to play them because they've been good. So, whenever it's like this with shaky weather, I kind of just erase it from my mind. I know that probably isn't what you're supposed to do, but I just kind of treat it as a. And if I hear something that changes my mind, maybe I circle back, but. I just don't want to bother. I don't need it when I have these other teams. It's baseball. Like, don't force it. I just don't think you need it. Well, I'll say this. You said you, know, you just erase your – if everybody had that same mentality, and everybody doesn't, obviously, but if everybody had that same mentality, like, no Then you playing. open it back up. You could play yeah. it. And, yeah, I get that for sure. And if I heard something that made me think no one was going to play it, that's just where it comes that we play fantasy every day and kind of just goes with the decisions. I mean, there's nothing behind that besides ownership. Sure, if I heard Houston was going to be 2% tonight or 5% on an eight-game slate, sure, I could I could absolutely get back in there. But I think they're going to be higher. I mean, they just score so many runs. They're, they're in a good matchup. And these days, so many people have strategy that they're going to do what we just said. Like, oh, no one's going to play it. I'm going to try Houston. So when it rains out, we could have 10% of the field, 15% of the field just eliminated. And then Granky on top of that, if that game rains out, you're talking, I bet 25, 30% of the field is just dead. So I just refreshed the weather for Roth. Of course, Roth's going to be in crunch time. He'll give you the most up-to-date update as far as what's going down there in Chicago. And I'm sure even afterwards, the game's an hour after lock, he'll probably be updating on Twitter as well. Uh, short answer here is he's basically saying he doesn't know. At least it's too early to say, but he's got an orange-yellow, which sounds like a bit of an upgrade from earlier today. I'm not going to go ahead and read it to you guys, but I went ahead and dropped that link in chat for y'all. The Roto-Runners chat, not the YouTube chat. I don't have access to that right now, but if you guys are on YouTube, feel free to like and subscribe. Much appreciate that. Uh, favorite third baseman in cores, Arenado. We got the Escobar. Who you want? Liam? Uh I think it's Arenado for me, but I, all the cores, you don't do that. I'm sure you don't because you go way more into the numbers than me. But when I see cores, I honestly, like, treat it all as one thing. Like, I'm just going to stack it or I'm not. So it's kind of all just one bundle. I mean, sure, I could split hairs, but does anyone really know who's going to do better between Arenado and no. Lamb tonight? Like, it's a true coin flip, right, on a one-game sample? 51 I just don't waste my time really overthinking it 95% of the time. Like I'll just, I'll just stack it and the ones that fit in there. I'll go with and with the pitchers. I like, I don't know. Like they're both great plays. They're both in seven round totals scores against bad pitchers. I guess I like lamb a little bit more, but it's so close. And, and Escobar. And is it just those three? Of course. Yeah. I'm going to get as dribble though for my leverage for sure at third base. I and then do I'm like going to send you a victory lap and it's going to be great. I like the, the the Devers pivot. Like Boston's going to be kind of like hidden in this late to some extent, but Plesac is a strike thrower. He's over. Boston just pissed me off so much all weekend. Like, ugh. I didn't play this. I took the weekend off. What did I miss? Give, give me I the just, clip notes. 
I just they just sucked. I mean, they just never did enough to win anything. They were in good spots all weekend. They just they just never did anything. And I like the uh, Devers getting the upgrade there. You know, lefties in, in Cleveland's really nice. Uh, you know, I much prefer the lefties over there as opposed to the righties as far as Cleveland. And I think it's a big upgrade for home potential as well against Pleasac. So you got those four teams. That's why I don't I don't think you should play Houston tonight. I mean, you got Boston and Cleveland both in good matchups. Toronto and Texas both in good matchups. There's just so much offense on this slate. We talked about pitching. That's because there's no there's just so much offense and no pitching on the slate. Well, we had barely mentioned any Reds against, you know, Fetty. That's what I mean. Like, they can't be owned, right? They can't be. Against maybe the worst pitcher on the slate. And Vladdy Guerrero against Toronto, a reverse splits guy. Like, Toronto's going to be mostly ignored. There's just a bunch of good hitting spots, obviously. This Um, could be a night, too. I hardly ever do this, but I could see a ton of teams scoring enough runs tonight to where you don't have to stack. I, I never do this either. Ever do I not stack. But tonight, it could be a night to do that. You were talking about that before, like and I've heard Chief say the same thing as far as Coors Field, that they're all in or all out. And I'm and like, yeah. you were right. I'm the kind of guy I'll pick like two or three bats in Coors, and I'll pick two or three bats. I, uh, uh, and I, just, could, I understand correlation. Could. I get all how that works, but that's my way of being different. You know what I mean? If you hit it right, like if you hit the bombs, you can win always for sure. And I'll stack sometimes, but like I don't, I don't do it nearly as much as other people do. And I, again, I totally get why you would do it. Like I understand it's the so good in baseball, and it's just. It's even better on Fanduel. I, I love like when people I mean. don't stack. Put it that way. Like I feel much better playing against people that don't stack. Depends on the scoring system. I feel much worse not doing it on Fanduel just because of the way everything correlates over there. When's the last? Like you hardly ever, because I'm sure you're like me. At the end of the night, you check who wins what and look look at the different teams. Like it is hardly ever, at least not a four man, three four man stack. At least one team, like well, ever. That's true, but also, like, if everybody's stacking, it kind of has to be, right? So, you know. But people always say that's not – there's plenty of people that don't stack. <laughs> that's yeah. the worst argument ever. They, so, that, <laughs> I think a lot of people stack, so therefore well, – of course, because they like money. They should stack. Chicken and the egg. Uh, shortstop. Shortstop, Glabar. I mean, Glabar sticks out. The Coors guys. Uh, I wrote Tim Anderson in my little uh, – my, my little uh, – screen narrative thing but yeah <laughs> Bo Bichette's in the one hole gonna be unowned yeah, yeah. I, I like Glabar I think this is where I'm playing Glabar at shortstop maybe I play DJ at second I'm playing Glabar at short I think I really don't see anyone else that completely sticks off the page for me I do like Lindor a decent amount too We've never seen that price before versus, like, Ebron's a fine pitcher, but he's not like Chris Sale out there. Lindor is just too cheap for his talent. Yeah. Um, you him know, and Bo. I mean, him and Bo are both super cheap. Yeah, and you got your boy Timmy Anderson, of course, against Granky. If you want to call that a leverage play, I suppose that could be a thing, uh, you know, if Granky's going to be super popular. Someone said to play Tatis. I- I'm definitely not playing Tatis. Well, I mean, he's what not they call Titties or what, what, were the, what do they call him on the other shows? T- titties? I think you're confusing uh, Fernando Tatis and, uh, you oh, know, yeah. the, the dude for the Reds, uh, Aristides Aquino. Oh, okay. Punisher. Yeah. I got They're it. combining players or something like that. I mean, yeah. And um, I, I went and I was curious how to say his first name. I went on YouTube. I wanted to hear a couple of people interview him, and uh, that's what I heard. I heard Aristides a couple of times. So I think that's how you correct to say it correctly. I'm, I'm fairly certain. Um, at least that's the way the announcers were calling him, and that's the way somebody interviewing him was calling that. But uh, – 
All right, we are actually behind on time, shockingly. Can you believe that? Well, questions, start loading up some questions in chat. If you guys are on, on YouTube, of course, Devin's going to pull those questions as well. The T's going to give his favorite stacks in a second. He's going to be the guys that are going to homer as well. Uh, feel free to give your final thoughts as far as shortstops, and let's uh, jump to the outfield. What do you have for me as far as outfielders today? Yeah, I mean, outfield's definitely a spot we don't have to talk about. There's <clears throat> every, every top team has a good outfield. I mean, there's the outfield. You want to talk about a spot that there's going to be a million points scored. Outfield, there's going to be a lot of points. A lot of guys are going to hit bombs tonight. So play whoever you stack in your outfield. Besides that, I mean, there's nothing that – Sure, I like Van Meter. I, I like these Reds guys. I like Fran Mill. Those are some of the cheaper guys I like. But besides that, I mean, there's so many guys you can play in the house. You got your boy Heredia leading off there against the Kays. If it was a different slate, I would absolutely play him. I'm not playing him tonight, I don't think, just because I don't need the savings. And I think everybody's going to score so many runs that I do like him, though. I, I love him in the one hole. I play him when he's in the eight hole. So, of course, I like him when he's in the one hole. You mentioned Fremo Reyes, by the way. Uh, he's really cheap, uh, basically all around the industry. 3-2 on DK. Uh, on Fantasy Draft, he's 6-3. On Yahoo, he's 7 bucks, which is the floor. Uh, and he moved up in the lineup with Puig not playing. You know, I know he's been scuffling to some degree. I know Erod's one of the better pitchers on the slate, but the dude has a ton of power. Uh, I, I absolutely love him for tournaments or as a salary saver to kind of make things work. Uh, we talked about Houston, of course, Springer, your boy Yordan, certainly in play as well. We've got to get the all-clear from Rothu. Look at that. We got, a, we got a celebrity in chat. Roth's in chat. Say hi to Kevin Roth. Does he know the pressure's on? Kevin, the, pre the pressure's on tonight. We need to know what's going down in, uh, as far as uh, the game in Chicago. Pressure's on, Roth. Get it done. Going to do a quick little screen share as I'm doing the screen share as far as uh, what shall we show? Let's, let's fire up the old Vita HQ. We're going to show – oh, here, let's show Ross Weathertool. Since Ross's in chat, let's give a little shout-out to the Weather Edge. I don't see him in chat. What did he say? Maybe he hit and ran. I don't know. He was lurking for a second. He was talking about was talking about the titties. He liked yeah. the titties. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Smart man, Roth. Is anything popping here as far as weather edge today? I know he, he was talking about before he had the over in the Yankee game. The the weather was kind of dictating that and at night as well. In a 137-game sample, we're looking at a bump of 17%, 17.9% as far as home run expectancy, or at least in the – you know, 137 previous games, and all of them probably weren't against Ty Block and the Baltimore Orioles and a jump in runs as well. So that'll speak to a, that Yankee stack for you. Oh, wait, is that the early game? This is the night game. 18. They're both like the same on there anyways. Anything else kind of jump out to us as far as weather? I don't think it's more or less uh, – eh, Just that there's great hitting everywhere, it seems like. Um, give me some stacks tonight you like. So – I like the Yankees are obviously my favorite for sure, the Yankees. And then besides that, I like this Washington game a ton. I think that that's the direction I'm going. Sure, I like cores, but you can't play them all on an eight-game slate. So I kind of like the Yankees in this Washington game. I've just fired up our lineup HQ. According to our ownership projections, we have Pruitt uh, owned more than Stewart. It's, yeah. you know, they're both going to be fairly popular and, my lean is Stewart over Pruitt. I don't have a strong lean, but that's where I'm at right now. Uh, as far as the K-pop. I like Nestor more than both of them, for the record. Is he even in the projections? Oh, there he is. He's actually in here, but I don't think they have What is he projected for? I, I, don't even know. I don't even know if he's projected. I hope he's not in there because I want him nice and low. I think somebody put him in the RG player pool, but and he is like he's the floor minimum as well as far as the price. But Oh, he's got a projection of 8.77 fantasy points, which is fine. I would take yeah. that. I'll take over too. He's gonna. I think he's gonna do real well. 
and maybe he gets a W. He, he pitches I think the he's third. He's going to get like 16 fantasy points. Oh, wow. That'd be beautiful. I guess I'm going to play some Nestor Torres as well. Yep. Play him. Who's going to homer tonight? Give me three guys. Well, as Google's for sure going to homer. Oh, give me three more. Three more? Can I, I'll give two more. Glaybar is for sure going to hit one. As Drupal's going to hit one. And Mike Ford's going to hit one. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I give I give challenging names. I don't just say, but go ahead and say Blackman and go ahead. I mean, those, those are the guys that you're going to give them. Uh, so they're asking how many pitchers were running as far as tournaments tonight. And I guess, well, you're probably, you don't, you don't run out many lineups, do you? I actually tonight, because they got that big queue, I put, I got one main team that's in everything, the three K, the big tournaments. And then I played 150 in that small tournament. So I am going to script tonight, actually. Did I miss the questions from YouTube that Devin posted or just kind of fly by? I'm not really sure. I'm lost somewhere in chat. So uh, yeah, there's a bunch of questions up there. All right. So uh, let's see. They're, they went off the rails as far as baseball, not surprisingly. Uh City is going on as well. Uh, let's see. Jump back. We only have like four minutes or so. Let's see if we can knock out as many questions as possible. For whatever reason, they're just not loading up. There we go. There's Devin. I got the little scrolling here. Uh, do we? How do we feel about Greg Allen? He is still a minimum on FanDuel. Like, I just – I'm going to keep saying it, but I don't think you need savings tonight. I'm playing the cheaper pitchers. I'm not playing Granky. I don't really want to play Lucchesi, so I don't need the savings. So I'm playing the big bats and cheap pitchers. If you got to decide between uh, Greg Allen and Fran Mill, you're taking Fran Mill, right? Uh, yeah, I'm taking – absolutely. What about Matt Adams versus Jake Lamb? Oh, Matt Adams for me. I, I love Adams and his dribble is a little plus too. What are Big D's lifetime earnings on – uh, side bets with me. Uh, oh, I'm definitely up there. <laughs> I don't know. I think I've certainly Venmoed you than you you Venmoed me. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm not undefeated. I'm not claiming to be undefeated, but I'm definitely in the positive. And I bought you dinner and you took Oh, a- I forgot about I'm way in the positive. I forgot about that. That tasted good. You took full advantage of me. You got a steak. You got like, you know, you got you shots. You said it beforehand, though. You got to say that. You said it. You said we're going anywhere, good restaurant. You made sure to clarify. That was your fault. Well, I was being cocky. That's all. Yeah, <laughs> I was chirping. I was confident. Like Blender was chirping. That's what happens when people chirp to Big T. Oh, whereas the chat would put it, I was woofing. Um, Jake, Jake Lamb versus Daniel Murphy. Uh, we literally just had the the conversation like it's two cores bats it's uh, they're yeah. basically the same to me i'll take i'll take lamb if i have to choose but they're the same like take the side of what you whatever one you have more teammates of yeah if you, if whichever have, one fits your construction better this is like a trick question uh who was your favorite two wait two start who your favorite two starting pitch i don't know if that's number two starting pitchers just go over your favorite like pitchers i like the three 4k guys the best if I had to choose any of the pitchers, I don't know if you need both two 4K guys, but those are my three favorites. Favorite Washington left-handed bat? As Drupal. You're playing the late slate tonight. Which team would you stack with the Angels? The Angels? Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know the Angels were on the slate. <laughs> they are playing baseball tonight. <laughs> There's so many good offenses. I can never play the Angels, but... They're going against Keller too. Don't play the Angels. I Keller's can't even answer the wild, question. Man. He's a he's a talented arm, but on this slate though, Keller is. I I should have talked about him before now because Keller. I like Keller. What is the late slate they're asking about? I don't care what slate it is. I I mean, <laughs> what is the late slate? Three three games or I don't know two or three two games? games. Sure, the two games. If you're playing a two game slate, then still don't play the Angels. 
I got a two for four. Play you. Tampa on the two game slate. Play Keller. I li- I like Keller. I'm playing Keller actually. Stewart and your boy Eugenio Suarez versus Lucchese and Greg Allen. I mean, for sure the Eugenio. Is Lindor a good play in tournaments? We like him in tournaments. Oh, uh, yeah. We like him in all formats. I'm playing. I gotta make sure people know I'm playing Keller. I like Keller over Lucchese. Thoughts on Devers? Uh, Suarez versus Devers. I prefer Devers. Like them both, but prefer Devers. I like Suarez. Uh, who is pitching after Chad Green for the Yankees? We think it's going to be your boy Torres, correct? Nestor. It should be Nestor. I mean, you never know. That's the hard part about playing guys that don't start is they could never come in. But I like Nestor for it. Tournaments. Torres and Votto versus – this is Gleyber Torres. And Votto versus Adams and Marte. I mean, that's super close. Uh, I guess Adams and Marte because I like those. I don't like Votto as much. They want to know who the girthy umpires are. Oh, Keller's got an ERA of 10.25. I better not play him. Uh-oh. He's a talented arm, and I would not, I would yeah, not want to wait. I can't play a guy with a 10.25 ERA. That, I'm scared off now. We do have to step aside and get out of here. Just taking a quick peek as far as umpires. Worth noting, a couple extreme hitters umpires tonight uh, for Boston uh, as well as in Coors Field. So that'll be fun. A couple of the umpire data stuff is not out just yet. But, T, give, give the people something for the road. Uh, reiterate and tell the people how great as Dribble Cabrera is. Give, give us wow, something like, before we get out of here. That victory lap's going to be so sweet when he hits a bomb. I mean, it's going to be early, too. It might be – what's he hitting? Fifth? It might come in the first inning. I mean, it's going to be an early victory for me. He probably hit two, two to, be, to win the slate for me. But I think there's going to be a ton of runs tonight. If you, give, if, you get, if you see some runs scored early that you don't have, I wouldn't worry about it because these teams are going to score tonight. There's not going to be – I mean, it's going to be a high-scoring slate. There's no way around it. East T of Dean, thanks for watching. Stay tuned for Roth and Cardi with baseball for Crunch Time. We're out of here. Caller. Oh.